0: Oh boy well, sure but I've never
1: seen one like that oh, shout out to Dallinger returning in a whole like minute that.
0: that's a very special sort
1: of radio oh shit late what episode is this is this episode 80 it yes. is episode 80 oh shout out to us for 80 episodes of this shit appreciate all the listeners that are tuning in on a weekly basis all over the world mega late show episode 80 i am mega
2: and then late is fucking around what's happening
1: just chilling and shit what's happening (laughs) yeah you bring that shit back oh man i love little soldier boy but anywho, uh, fucking, yeah, Mega Late Show, Tokyo Hip Hop and Dope Culture Podcast on a weekly basis. We bring you guys artists, people out here visiting, people out here that's rocking uh, consistently, and also just us talking about bullshit sometimes. And today for episode 80, we do have an uh, old MLS Prime member chilling with us for the first time in a few months. Maybe yeah. like, what, five months or some shit, D? Dallinger hasn't been here for a whole minute. But, has it you know, been that long? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I haven't seen Dallinger in here in a whole, feel like whole minute.
3: I saw. I saw you a couple weekends ago. Yeah, not the,
1: you. I mean, you were you know you were playing at the beach show and shit. But for the podcast,
3: Wait a minute, yeah. who
1: was the last guest that he was in here for? I can't recall. Were you here for Ndia Davenport?
3: No. Yeah, I, I don't remember, honestly. I don't, yeah, I don't it was last like... fall, I think, though.
1: It was fall? I, I so. thought it was this year. Okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, damn. It's good to have you back, man. It's been a whole minute. Thank you. And for listeners that don't know, go check out uh, several episodes with Dallinger. Well, you got some new music coming out?
3: Mm, not soon, but I'm working on new But music. they can
1: go still pick up Exquisite Spirits on coldbusted.com or listen to it on Spotify, Bandcamp, and all the listening places. Sure. Exquisite spirit show. <laughs> word up. Yo, and Dallinger's been sharing some of his new tracks with me uh, as he as he starts to put them together and I think the next release is going to be really dope.
3: Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, word word word.
1: Uh, do we got should we go into sponsors or should we introduce a guest? Sponsors sponsors this episode is brought to you in part by
2: ropa dope records
1: that's ropa dope records a really interesting uh
2: eclectic is that a proper that would be proper to to say yes home to illustrious artists such as mark the clive low that's right the last poets
1: and several other notable artists. Ropadope Records is a collaborative community, a brand, a moving force with a life of its own that is larger than life. Founded at close to the last. Century, Ropadope has taken a path less traveled, always following the music where it wants to go, from historically significant records with celebrity names to completely unknown artists. Ropadope has crossed boundaries and defied music business logic to create a truly unique company that continues to release great music
0: plaza yeah for, for, for
1: those of you who were uh, not in the room that was totally off the head and I was not reading off my phone but yeah check them out man they got some really really incredible artists on their roster everything from jazz and rap it's just it's just really dope Mark Declaibo's last record. We keep on speaking on that because Mark is also a friend of the show. But, yeah, of course, there are super dope cats on there. Uh, So, yeah, that's brought to you by them. And also, I want to give a shout-out to easterlyart.com with our guy DJRX78, who was really dope and has art available on that website, easterlyart.com. Check out his Hip Hop Gundam stickers and things of that nature, which are incredible. And if you see me around Tokyo DJing, you will notice two of those stickers on the back of my laptop. So shout out to them. I just like this old dirty loop.
2: Yeah, tell me when y'all get tired. Of nah, them. nah, I ain't never get tired. <laughs> this is
1: going to be, uh, the, the entire episode is just basically going to be this shit right here, man. Yo, all right, and let's get let's get it popping with our guest. Our guest today is a homie who uh, I met a few times around hip-hop shows. I'm not sure exactly the first one. I definitely remember you at the G. Yamazawa show. Is that correct? And um, shoot, man. And I think we really started talking and connecting at that speakeasy that was in Machida. Yeah, in the right? park. Yeah. yeah, right, right. And you're with your homie there, too. And um, I, I knew you were a hip-hop head. Uh, you introduced me to a, uh, a graph. Uh, Podcast, and, and that was appreciated because uh, uh, what was it? Legends Thursdays shut down, and they stopped making they stopped making episodes. And that was my graph spot. But then I found out that you were also an MC when I saw that you were on the uh, beat the best the, beat the best set list. And for some reason, every time there is a show at uh, Batika. Like how I said ba- that, like ba- Maya Ch- ha- Hatch, Batika. <laughs> like Maya Hatch at Batica. Uh, every time there's a show at Batica, I miss the fucking shows at the, on the top floor because I'd be downstairs on my idiot shit. And so I miss you performing. But uh, when I reached out to you to ask you to be on the podcast, you sent me a bunch of your music, and I listened to uh, a good a, a good portion of it, and cool. I I, uh, I was kind of impressed, man. You're a really dope MC. Thank You're you. also a graph writer. I don't know if you make beats, but can you tell us a little bit about a little bit about yourself and also you pronounce your name so I don't mess it up.
4: Yeah. So my name's Monsieur Fritz. Um, I'm an MC from uh, London in the UK. I used to be in a band called Granville Sessions and I've got some solo material and I'm also in a crew called Moose Funk Squad. Um... I'm a fan of graph bomb I'm, I'm not really like an active writer myself but i'm a big fan yeah of it, me kind of me too yeah
1: i haven't i haven't vandalized anything in, in in well over a decade but you know i like to i like to think that i still would if i had the opportunities <laughs> i just don't create the opportunities i also come from that school of thought where it's like i got to steal this paint. i'm not about to buy a bunch of you know molotov cans for fucking 200 bucks
3: yep Actually, when uh, I I told you last night I was coming through today, I said who's the guest and he sent me your name and a te- text. Her. I was like it must be a graffiti writer. The name your <laughs> name right. looks like something i see on the side of a freight train. Yeah. Right. <laughs> MNSR
4: works pretty well. Like the letters connect. Yeah, it well. looks good. Looks good. Yeah.
1: Okay. Shit. Well, very dope. So I guess we're gonna go ahead and start talking about you some more then so uh where
4: are you from again you said so i'm from london in the uk i'm from like southwest london from a place called wandsworth okay and um yeah um there's quite a good hip-hop scene in london obviously there's like a grime scene and stuff as well there's quite a lot going on so okay yeah i don't know much about that at all yeah
1: yo can we change the beat now (laughs) i know i said i
4: loved it but i'm kind of like bugging
1: out to it now like oh okay okay shit yeah right now now okay shit man uh to start let's go ahead and see where did you when did you get your start in like hip-hop culture Uh, let me assume that you were probably around the same age
4: yeah so i'm 34 okay yeah um i started uh really getting into hip-hop because i had a well i have a brother who's like four years older than me and um when like 36 chambers and illmatic and all that kind of stuff was coming out he was listening to that uh six feet deep as well oh so i kind of just borrowed the cassettes off of him and was like listening to it and i really got into it um so i don't know maybe you know um i I don't think i was hearing the albums like as they came out but i'd say like mid to late 90s when i was from the age of about 11 i was like getting quite into hip-hop and just listening to rap and then uh maybe when I was about 14, 15 I started doing some terrible freestyles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and then not. yeah,
1: that might be like everybody's <laughs> experience yeah, and shit, yeah. right?
4: Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, you know, later on um, was freestyling with friends at school and eventually got on to making some tracks and stuff when I was about nineteen. But for a long time it was just freestyling and um, Yeah. Yeah, it was good fun.
1: Um. Same, you know, like I didn't, I think the kind of the attitude for our age group, especially a lot of us were really close to like the more boom bap type of stuff. We were kind of like, nah, we're not going to blow up and make a million dollars. It's kind of like, yo, let's just try to make our own shit and do it around our friends and shit, right? Yeah. Okay. When did you, um, I saw that, uh, your album that's on spotify that came out like in 2015 yeah when did you make your first album though is that, so is that your
4: first project that's my first solo album um i was also in a band called granville sessions for about 10 years and we formed in about 2000 and uh yeah 2007 2008 and um just before i moved to japan we kind of uh, disbanded mm. but with my solo album I was like obsessed with getting it out before I turned 30 so I managed that within a week so that's why it came out in like uh middle of May 2015 because I was like I have to release this in my 20s I don't know why I was so obsessed about that but I managed it within days
1: Okay, fair. proud to be you, man. Like uh, You beat yeah. your expiration date. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. After, yeah. Uh, if you don't release a rap album before you're 30, then you might as well not do yeah. it at all. You gotta, yeah. get, a, you gotta uh, get a toe in the pool at least in
3: yeah. your 20s. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, like,
4: we, as a band, we'd release stuff when I was like... And other projects with um, friends at university and stuff. I released stuff in my like, mid-20s, but I guess I kind of got into properly making music and stuff a bit later on. Even though I'd been rapping from quite early i didn't start taking it seriously till i was like 21 22 maybe so, okay
1: yeah. man. word and uh same thing for graffiti you were just kind of throwing tags uh, gr- and trying to graffiti, get up a little
4: bit um i'm not i just like a real big fan of it kind of thing i know quite a few paints back home and i listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff like that um when i was a kid i really was just i was really into like nickelodeon like Ren and Stimpy and Doug oh, and yeah. Rocco's Modern Life, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah, is that, that is that the golden age
1: of Nickelodeon or like our I'd childhood? I'd say like, so. I, say I, so yeah. I, I don't know Rock what came Nicktoons. after that, but like Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy seems wildly so inappropriate for children, man.
2: Yeah, that's true. There's yeah, a true. delineation like between like the Snick, early mm. Snick, like Rugrats. Yeah. That first gen Nicktoons, mm-hmm. and then uh what is it i guess cat dog and spongebob sure, oh yeah, sure. yeah 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 and then
1: courage the cowardly dog type of shit yeah yeah well courage.
2: i I used to rock with courage the I, I don't dog. really know it like that but what I what about hey arnold yeah that's yeah. still my shit that's maybe the realest kids cartoon i mean it's just it's super jazzy there's like depressed characters on there. There's like loner outcast characters like stoop kid who never leaves this stoop. Yo, there's the guy a guy <laughs> named Stoop
1: Kid. Yo, I think he's a member of Killer Army. There's Killa a guy Army. on the he roof. Like a <laughs> you Stoop kid. member and shit. There's stoop a guy kid. on the
2: roof who like attends to the pigeons and like okay. all the pigeons will uh. envelop him and then he'll disappear so when it's they basically, fly away. It's
1: basically like a sp- There's basically there's like guy- a Spike Lee joint but for children. Yeah, and he's and shit? the
2: inspiration for Ghost Dog, Jarmooga. Wow, <laughs> man. Arnold. No, I don't know. It's, like, real, like, uh, what do you call that? Like, urban mysticism type shit in that show? Magical realism? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of that in there. No,
1: I just, like, I I think that was a little bit later in life for me, but fucking Ren and Stimpy used to show, like, extreme close-ups
2: of, of, like, booger collections. You know what I mean? I still can't deal with Ren and Stimpy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Shout
1: out to them. But even, like, even a show like Doug, I didn't realize it when I was watching it, but a lot of that is influenced by like the beat poets and shit. Yeah, right? yeah. Like Doug was a journalist; yeah, sis, he would he would write, his and his sister
2: was in a band called the Beats, yeah, or she yeah. was oh, like no, she was like a like a beat. Yeah, herself. yeah. She really? was like but,
1: a like a, a situationist type of yeah. French chick.
2: Yeah. The Beats were a takeoff of the Beatles, I think. Yeah. yeah. oh yeah. What was the name of their? S- Recite their
1: jam. Oh, Can you ee drop ee it like
0: killer, killer tofu? <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> shout out to the beef. Oh, you're right. Uh, yo, shout out to Late for remembering that. Yeah. That was good. And sure they also down. had
2: um It's kind of weird because I think it predates Biggie and Missy, but they Doug like made this imaginary song. It was like get big or something, and they had like these huge suits that Already? they walked around. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I, I, I kind how of it goes. That. But, I can't yeah, recall that. Him and Skeeter, I think, made a song.
1: Oh, let's let's throw in let's throw in uh,
2: some temperature that my... question right now. Oh, I on. thought you were gonna say, oh, "Is that my weather report?" <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You gotta <laughs> drop that later.
1: Uh, all right, favorite uh, favorite kids cartoon man. Top three for me. Uh, yeah. If you can't name one,
4: I mean uh, only one. A, I mean, um, Ren and Stimpy. I don't know if it's a kids cartoon but beavis and butthead i, I really was a kid when i watched yeah I definitely used, not a kid i cartoon watched that when yet. i was a kid yeah. and um
1: that introduced yeah. me to a lot of music in yeah. the same way that like tony hawk pro skater got a lot of like younger kids into music beavis and butthead i was like yo fucking mow the lawn right now pantera god damn it and yeah, they, they used, to, about wa- pantera
4: they through used to watch the music videos yeah. as well and stuff yeah. um yeah, just stuff from that era. Really, Ren and Stimpy, Beavis some Butthead. Maybe Doug as well. I used yeah, to okay. enjoy Doug. What's up, Late? What you got? Kids cartoons? Yeah. I think for me,
1: like, uh, the, the original X-Men cartoon was kind of my joint.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I was definitely rocking with the original X-Men. Um,
2: Toes. I mean. Mm. Yo, like. Captain Planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yo, I used to watch this shit. I don't know if y'all remember this. It was like... Uh, bucky and the
4: bucky o'hare bucky o'hare the, the space the space the green rabbit, rabbit? Yeah. That was yeah, good. Yeah,
1: yeah. no doubt yeah I used to that, fuck was, with that, that was that, shit that was actually kind of strange like that was that was very strange right? yeah that's like a i thought it was like a star that's Fox like sea c-level yeah. type of cartoon mm-hmm. yeah. all
2: right no doubt and then you know the classics are real monsters hey arnold oh. doug mm, forgot about that
1: shit i need to go back and watch some cartoons
2: yeah, I say cartoons today are trash or a lot of people say that, but I think they got actually, a pretty good man. Their fandom is on point. Yeah. Like
1: I hear like Steven Universe and, and, all and that a shit. lot of these uh, things are
2: really dope. They're they're like uh, genderqueer friendly yeah, and yeah. all kinds of other shit. Yeah. And just like real deep. Right. Gravity kids, Falls. Kids kids,
1: kids Titan uh, Teen Titans Go is actually oh, yeah. really dope too. For like And like it, meta? It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are like fourth wall breaking meta narratives on like being a kid's cartoon but anywho all right. i was
2: uh watching when i saw detective pikachu i was like yo do kids know what the fuck is going on in some of this shit did, did we though you know what i mean yeah, like, exactly. a lot
1: of times like you watch back you watch some of these like pixar films it's like oh that's a straight up dick joke yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. that that's for the parents and shit yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you okay? I'm not even going to go into a tangent about how like the artists use sneak sneak penises into the like art of like things, or even talk about the Black Little Mermaid that we've got coming up. But let's go into something else then. Interesting. Word up.
2: Uh, what about in the the UK? Is there anything that was exclusive over there that maybe didn't get exported out?
4: Um, there's a lot. in, in terms of cartoons. Um, I'm not sure. I'm sure there is but none that were like a big influence on me but there's a lot of like kids shows and um, you know British comedy and stuff that doesn't really make it out of the domestic market that um, you know yeah it would definitely be a big influence on, on me growing up sure.
1: what about um you mentioned uh the grave diggers earlier yeah, yeah. What, what were some of your earliest influences when it came to hip-hop like uh, the first was, things that made impressions that on was
4: me. definitely a huge one uh six feet deep is like, that the joint with fairy tales on it it has like diary of a madman on it and 1-800-suicide okay i think fairy that's tales. the first joint though. yeah yeah it's the first it's yeah. the first one okay. yeah, yeah yeah um and yeah um what's his name Shabazz the Disciple had that guest verse on um, Diary of a Madman and that was just crazy and you know that was it was just really cool imagery I think that was like I feel like if if that's considered horrorcore. That, well, I was
1: going to say that's kind of like one of the, like uh, maybe not the origins of it. I'm not sure if there was anything before that, but was yeah, it was always uh, definitely I think there. Like
3: uh, Brother Lynch hung was before. All true, that. Oh, really true. Yeah, true. but that was, he was West Coast cat, and he and was he, also d- much d- more different, underground, different sound. But yeah. I think that was some of the first kind of horrorcore well, from the East Coast. But so,
1: but the, like yeah. Brother Lynch hung's horrorcore was like really like I'm gonna disembowel this woman and eat her guts. Whereas that's horrorcore, right? But but but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that like the gravediggers weren't really on that type yeah, of shit, um, yeah, they were different. Like the, the aesthetic were, was more were, like, yeah, yeah. It was like it Just was like these dark. people are mentally yeah, dead, and yeah, we're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, yeah. yeah, it was. It wasn't the same cool thing character yeah. stuff, like, but it does. It it it, it kind know. of. I feel like if you're gonna look up like a subgenre that you could squeeze them into the horrorcore category, right? Probably. Yeah, I was listening to the to. Uh, that album um the second album just the other day and some of the production on that shit is really dope like prince paul was the one that was Mm. doing most of the production him and the rizza on those two albums and it's a really interesting combination and i'm kind of surprised that nothing came from them later collaborating as
4: far as i know that's true i don't know i'm not aware of anything yeah
3: Yeah, the the first cde i would say cd because that's what i had myself but uh that was pretty big when it first came out, but I I guess it kind of went on a different yeah. tangent. I don't think I've ever heard of the second album before. Yo, I,
2: has my bad. It's,
3: uh I hadn't heard the first one in probably years until uh, I, I remember about a year or two ago I went out with Pigeon Dust we went digging he brought like a handful of CDs and he had that six feet under I was like oh shit I haven't seen this since I was like in probably almost high school that <laughs> shit is raw man
1: <laughs> arm to the leg leg arm <laughs> yeah, to like the a head bit, a little bit be the resurrector but... resurrect the mental dead
3: yeah I think, think the one was <laughs> the, was like the, the single yeah, from that record word right? man
1: and I remember that, seeing yeah. the music videos and they were pretty they were pretty wild man i was watching that music video around the same time that bjork came out with that human nature song or the one where it's like the hedgehog running through the forest or some shit anyways what a time
4: yeah that was a great album and um yeah just really influential later on some uk albums were a big big deal for me but yeah that was good
1: tell us about that because i'm not like i didn't follow the uk scene too much like i remember like dizzy rascal and some other cats but i wasn't really too familiar with uh, even to this day i'm not really too familiar with a lot of the uk stuff yeah
4: so i would say like um around the millennium like the early 2000s there was kind of like a golden era of like hip-hop in the uk but again it was really like didn't really make it much outside of the uk um but there were acts like jest task force um sundragon and stuff like that who had some really good albums and it had quite it it was like um it wasn't like grime or anything um but it was like you know kind of uk hip-hop boom bap yeah but maybe like uh, there's a few trends in it that i like quite british like it was quite self-deprecating and so it was pretty like sort of like the production was kind of evocative of like the you know bleak winters of the UK and stuff like that so,
1: so you know any of these artists late because you stay out
4: there for a minute and shit
1: like. late is usually more knowledgeable when it comes to worldly hip hop shit than I am okay Do you know any of these cats late
2: uh did you say any names just
4: now yeah Jess, task force um you know even people like Rodney P um, yeah. these guys were there was like a, a club night in north London in the early 90s sorry early 2000s called um Kung Fu and a lot of these artists another guy called Skinny Man was was a big part of that um, they kind of uh, uh, like were, were really popular on like an underground level but it never really broke through sure. the closest it got was um, maybe there was like an album by an act called Mark B and Blade it was called The Unknown and um, it was like getting pretty big but at the same time like the early days of grime was going on um but maybe they were quite separate scenes. Sure. Uh, and, um, uh, yeah. But grime, yeah, grime, you know, it's just gone from strength to strength. Although, I'd say around 2010, it kind of lost popularity quite a bit. And a lot of grime artists kind of m- made some sort of crossover music, like... Just pop music, basically, yeah. and um, but did pretty well out of it. So and then came back around. So, but it's really big at the moment again.
1: Right, uh, like I'm familiar, I'm familiar with uh, you know some trip hop type of artists out the UK yeah. and some some grime artists out the UK, but not so much like the more conventional boom bap style yeah. uh, hip hop artists.
3: Are uh, any of those uh, artists that you mentioned from the early t- 2000s still active now?
4: Yeah, they're still active now like um and they can probably like you know sell out like a medium-sized venue right on um and they play at festivals and stuff like that but even like within europe (coughs) they don't tour that much um whereas the grime artists um will like tour around europe and even australia new zealand and stuff like that okay
1: up? And, uh, Check for those. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, uh, so. I, I, I definitely try to follow up when I remember to and shit. I'll send you some stuff. Okay. It's some recorded now. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I can remember that shit. Yeah. Uh, when I edit it, I'll try to make myself some notes. Note taken. But, right, right. Um, so how the fuck did you get to Japan? Well, I mean, were you so just thought it was a good idea?
4: Yeah, I, f- I first visited Japan in um, 2008. Um, I just, I was doing some traveling at the time and... Um, I was staying out in Hibari and I really liked it, and I always wanted to come yeah, back. Hibari that's the Shua line? No, Seibu oh, Ikebukuro line. Seibu Cebu- Ikebu- okay. Cebu- Ikebukuro, yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Uh, I was here for a few months, and I always wanted to come back, and, but it just took me like 11 years to Word. do it. Where yeah. do you stay now? Uh, I live near Sangenjaya, so in like oh. Setagaya.
1: That's Late's Hood. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to check in when you go to uh, oh, Ikejiri Hashi. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ikejiri. Yeah. So, yeah, really close. Okay, yeah, yeah. he's a pretty good guy. to here beat then. you up, by the way. Yeah, Late's got folks <laughs> out there, he's got goons. But <laughs> No he just got Late just uh You know Kinsuke's pretty intimidating Thanks to so Late though. They open up the largest Starbucks uh, <laughs> Over there oh, Right man, around the corner that, By his house and shit
4: Is that the one In Nakamega Yeah That one's crazy man I haven't been there yet I Have you gone it. there yet Late I mean It's,
2: it's an attraction
4: yeah? yeah It looks like Sort of like a pub But for coffee Kind of thing like, ah, There's, do they there's have a like bar a in a there picture Don't they have like Yeah
3: Like big roasting facility in there? Yeah, That's Yeah, really, yeah Oh yeah
2: great. It's, it's They fun, got man. like
4: a stage
1: They have like musical acts there and shit You gonna start DJing Not there Not yet
2: late. I mean I would Shit we should do speakeasy there That shit is huge
1: Is that I, I, I mean That'd I haven't be cool. been to a Starbucks in forever But I mean I would check out a Four giant, floors
2: Is this the biggest Starbucks in the world? In the world Alright see Until China steps their game up but I think they but had you know one gonna have a before bootleg Starbucks, they so. built this it, it, one. It,
3: they probably got that, I'm sure. It's like
1: a bootleg Starbucks, though. It looks slightly different. It's called something Starlux. slightly different. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought you were going to go <laughs> off on a tangent. I thought <laughs> there was something else going on. But okay, nah, shit. It's a Starbucks. Word, man. I don't know. I didn't do any preparation for this. I just figured we kind of just talk some shit. And so yeah, that's you, cool. What do you think about uh, the Tokyo hip-hop scene, man?
4: Yeah, I really like it. I really like uh, the shows I've caught so far. Um, uh, There was a really good uh, night I went to at Vision around March and I saw like Isugi, Cram, just a load of uh, Japanese acts and that was really cool. And yeah, Beat the Best is awesome as well. Um, I haven't got out to as many events as as I wanted to this year. So um, I'm going back to the UK for a little bit in summer yeah and when i get back i want to just make sure that i get yeah. out a lot more
1: i don't know what it is either but i've kind of been low-key not not hitting up a lot of events a lot of times that i go out i feel like it's i'm kind of obligated like damn that's a home yeah. yeah i need to go support uh, you know but really i'd rather be staying home did he days. leaves
4: early that's, that's true that's true <laughs> that is definitely true do you <laughs> tell people when you're leaving
1: just no i usually i usually give but, the daps but out, you, you know, get right? points for showing up yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i definitely was the last fucking, the last event late late made it seem <laughs> like he was gonna go too so i was expecting to see him there but yeah oh, he man. must have been tired it was a sunday and i think late had just pulled another one of his four nights in a row of djing type of oh, things man. Lay, Lay, late late you know <laughs> i don't know you got you got a family and kids out here or are you out here by yourself no no
4: i'm out here by myself Oh, that's um, tight yeah, and it's been, I've been here about a year now, just under, and it's flown by. It's crazy. So, ah, some reason I thought I, I met you uh,
1: before that. I wonder what the first show that uh, we came in contact was at. I think it was just like, we were just like, oh, yeah, we're foreigners. Let's dap up right quick. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah, Keep yeah. it moving. Yeah. But yeah.
4: Maybe the Yamazawa gig. It could have been that. That was really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, like uh, that Yamazawa joint was really dope. Late, did you make it out to that joint
2: too? Were you DJing at that? Uh this beat the best?
1: No, the the G Yamazawa beat the best joint. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I played that one. Okay.
1: You and AJ, I think we're all there. And you know what was crazy is like I was expecting to see like I was low key hoping that he would go on at like eleven o'clock so I could oh, pop out before last train, but he went on at like three three forty five. <laughs> you know what I mean? We got some real like hip hop shit. Yeah, yeah. But that was really dope, man. He's a super talented cat and it was good yeah. to catch that show.
2: Huh. Yo, I I try to drop Booty booty as much as I can. That's such a good yeah. tune. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's some good energy, man. What's the name of the other cat on that? Pablo Blasto?
4: Yeah. And uh, uh Miachi. Yeah. 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 just dropped his album this week. Um, Is that right? Yeah, Wakari Yeah. I oh, haven't checked out.
1: I have heard a few of the cuts that came off of that joint. I haven't yeah, listened he to He doesn't understand the English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I gotta check that out. It's a good it's a it's a good it's a it's a good guy there. I don't know. Are you uh, are you into any uh, Japanese MCs? Uh, yeah. Um, like,
4: uh, yeah. Um, a lot of what I know is just from, like, uh, when I first came to Japan, I watched, um, you know, Space Shower TV and saw some music videos on there. So, like, uh, Lampai that um, yeah. that track. And, yeah, I think, like, that's one Shogun. of Shogun. Yeah, Shogun. And uh, Dev Large really stood out on that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Really like his stuff, RIP. Um, but I really got into um, like Japanese uh, hip hop through like New Jabez and stuff like that. and um, I was a big fan of Sign, um, and I think they're from like Gainesville, Florida. But they used to do stuff with New Jabez, and I think that's how I heard of New Jabez. Yeah, I was just um, thinking
2: about him today, man, and how incredible it is, how popular he became even before his death. Yeah. Cause usually, people get like highlighted because they died, mm. right? But I remember I didn't even know he died for like the longest time. Yeah. I was just like, "Oh, New is dope." Yeah, so good.
4: I
1: kind of I kind of nice. missed the train on that. Like I heard his music and I thought it was pretty good, but I just I, I guess I just didn't really like look at it as being something that other I didn't see the qualities that other people saw mm. in it. Which you know I I can't see it, but I can't say I'm a huge fan it was kind of crazy like a bunch of my nephew right who's his his interactions with hip-hop culture he's 10 years younger than me and he was living with me at the time uh he was finding out about this stuff through like samurai Champloo, yeah and, yeah. and you know this uh, this whole
2: that was definitely my
1: introduction yeah this whole kind of uh i don't know a group swim. of people were f- using like Adult Swim, all Love. those little drops that they were doing, like introduce people to Dilla, to Doom, to,
2: to new Jabes.
1: Yeah. And it was it was kind of dope for that. And I remember watching like Adult Swim and being like, oh, y'all just going to play some Mad Lib. Like, yeah, okay, that's it's dope. crazy. Like my nephew loves, um, you know, the intro to the boondocks. Right. And. I was like, "Yo, that sounds like fucking Asheru and Blue Black of Unspoken Heard," and it sure as fuck is. Yeah. And so uh, that's really dope, man. But so cool. New, new, new jobes like. You know, in, in the United States, there's all these, like, Dilla nights, you know, where it's like, yeah. it's an excuse there to throw a party for Dilla, as well. and then they yeah. just, you know, DJs play all the Dilla tracks. I'm a little surprised I don't see that, or at least I haven't noticed it out here. Like, there's not there, really, like... There's There's a couple. There's tributes, yeah. right? But yeah. there's not, like, yo, come out Regular and just nights. chill, and yeah, all yeah, we're yeah. playing is New Jabes. Mm.
3: I would probably guest are, I mean, Njabi's is definitely a vibe, but I wouldn't want to call it a club vibe. No, that's Where true. Dilla's more like slumping. You and could, gr- you could head by groove, a little bit more, but it's, a, I'd say it's a little more melancholy.
1: Yeah, Nujabis. yeah, that's I, I, true. indeed, indeed. I mean, it, it very much is like the end of the anime with the flower, like the, yeah. you know, the cherry blossoms blowing slowly. Very much the vibe of this whole new, uh, lo fi hip hop scene. That's true. And it, it you know, and I think that it, it would be fair to credit Dilla and Nujabes for a lot of the influence on these younger kids who had no real kind of interactions with actual hip hop culture, but was really yeah. intrigued by this Adult Swim drops and, and, and these artists. And so, man, that lo-fi hip hop scene is so massive now. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. There's you go that, to the playlist and
4: millions of plays. It's crazy, isn't it? There's actually a crazy fact that um, Nujabes and Dilla were born on exactly the same day. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I read that somewhere recently. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah.
1: trippy. That's that is kind of really serendipitously uh, a, a little bit of a magical element to yeah. it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, those Kennedy and uh, Lincoln facts. What are those? I, I can't recite them off the head, but I think all the <laughs> conspiracy theorists, like, I think I like ran Kennedy's Kennedy's assistant was named Lincoln, and oh, Lincoln's yeah, assistant was that. named Kennedy. And, and Kennedy then was in a were, Lincoln right, car. And yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And it's like all these, I've, like, I've across kind across of, like, uh, Well, you know Lincoln lines.
2: assassinated Kennedy. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and space doesn't exist. Yeah. Space absolutely doesn't it's exist. a hologram. Yeah.
3: Well, how would he bend space time to travel through time to assassinate Kennedy if space doesn't exist? Wait. Huh? Y'all can't see me you right now. Hit <laughs> you, what you I'm, have to do is hit him a with a harder fact. I'm doing the Mr. Krabs meme. I'm doing the Mr. Krabs <laughs> meme right now.
2: <laughs> Yo,
1: you have to hit him with a bigger, like a more mysterious fact. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, go take take the conspiracy further.
2: Oh, shit. I don't know yeah. how I can go past space-time.
1: It, it's the alchemical jewel at the end of time that caused a backwards shockwave. Don't okay, get this guy. Goes. Well, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah dude. The, if, it's, if, it's
2: the If Thanos hadn't come to the New World with uh, Christopher Columbus and found all of the Infinity Stones, then space-time wouldn't even yeah, exist. Yeah,
1: exactly, Dallinger. <laughs> There's only five la- years left. Galactus is nigh. King me. Anyways, that was uh, that was also a tangent from a f- previous conversation we we're having off mic for our listeners that are somewhat confused at <laughs> why we went so deeply off that tangent. But yo, were you here for that? No, you we're
3: not here for that. I'm also confused. Oh shit. <laughs>
1: Hey, anyways, Mega Late Show, just a lot of rambling and things of that nature. Let's talk Let's, let's talk a little bit more about that, um, the beat scene out here. So you've gone, obviously, you know, like, Il Sugi and Cram and all these cats. Uh, former guest of the show, by the way. Shout out to the Mega Late Show for,
0: uh, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. Let me give him <laughs> drop.
1: I mean, nice. I mean, and G. Yamazawa also as well, also on yeah. the show. Yeah, shout out to us. But, um, yeah, man, that's one of the really dope things about, like, uh, Japan, I find, is, like, this beat scene that they have out here is full of so many tremendously talented cats. Mm. And it's, like, kind of really this this bubble that they're in to some degree it's like they all kind of work together they all know each other when there's a show there are a majority of them are kind of like at the show and doing yeah. it and shit but then it seems as though like outside of Japan there's not a lot of recognition but a lot of them are having some degree of success did you know about any of these beat makers or any of these dudes before you came here
4: yeah a few of them but I feel like being here has really helped and just like using Instagram to see like a lot of people just kind of post like little you know, 15-second clips of them um, playing their own beats and stuff like that. And then, like, I haven't been, but I know that there's an event in um, Jazzy Sport in Kyoto, which oh, okay. is like a like a beats uh, night kind of thing. And through, like, seeing videos of that on Instagram, I've just followed quite a lot of beat makers right. and stuff like that. I mean, in the UK, there's, um, there's actually... There has been one, like, New Jabez um, dedication night at a venue called the Jazz Cafe in London. And some of the people that play there, they're pretty into, like, Japanese production and stuff. So there's, like, a little little following. Like, you know, people seek it out. Um, so I've discovered a few few artists right. through that. But
1: Who are some of your favorite
4: uh, Japanese artists out here? Um one that I've heard since moving here that I think is really dope is a guy and I believe he's an MC producer called Gradis Nice yeah yeah and I really liked his EP um yeah that really stands out a lot of the names escape me I feel like I've got like I've gone on a lot of like you know YouTube tangents and stuff and there might be artists where maybe some of the song names are in kanji and stuff like that um there was a a crew, um, like a duo. I think they called like Double Double or something like that. And uh, one of the I'm rap- looking
1: at Late's face because I feel the same way as yeah. Late's face
4: looks right now. Like it yeah. sounds. Somebody familiar. was just talking about them. Was oh, really? it OYG? Probably. Okay. I, I think one of the rappers is originally from America, but he raps in Japanese. Um, and they were really cool. I saw them at that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. It was o- These o- OYG. These two,
2: I think both those um acts you just talked about gratis nice and double double are affiliated if not officially with uh the down north count. okay i okay. definitely okay. heard gratis nice on um il sugi's record yeah he had a couple remixes if he didn't outright produce some tracks and uh double double oyg was telling the story of it was this cat and this cat and they didn't have a group or anything that's right and yeah. somebody was like yo y'all
4: the monk was like you guys ain't doing uh, shit get together and do
1: yeah. this shit they're uh, really right, good
4: right. they yeah. got a really good like back and forth or, dynamic as mcs yeah. so that's cool um, but i'm no expert like i need to need to it, learn more. it's a
1: little bit hard to be an expert on it out here actually yeah like like you were just mentioning with the kanji like even if you can read like all the other kana it's just like one little kanji means that you don't understand what the fuck is going on with this title or something yeah right so and also it's it's kind of a very insular scene it's like Mm. you you have to plug in directly into somebody and just follow them and hope that you know something is explained to you in a degree that you Mm. can pick up on it and shit i've
4: checked out the grime scene here as well and that's pretty cool there's a grime yeah you were just mentioning
1: you were at like a grime show the other day yeah uh
4: last week um it was gum project Never heard and it's of it. It's in a tiny club called Bar Shifty in um, Shibuya, and it's like a little basement club. And um, one act that really stood out there was uh, Udagawa Jamrock Crew, and they're like a beatbox collective. But they were doing um, beatbox covers of some really big UK tunes, like uh, a tune called Oi by Morfire Crew, which is like a really pivotal song from the early 2000s. I'm, so I'm familiar with that one. Actually. You like that one, yeah. yeah. So Yo, it, was, it was play. cool to see that. Yeah.
1: So these Japanese cats are ra- rapping grime style and shit.
4: Yeah, yeah. So there's uh. How? It's a small.
5: It's a so really, really small scene. Yeah. Because you know, so much of
1: so much of the grime scene is like the particular um, UK patois and slang. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? It's more. I mean, there's a there's definitely a, like aesthetic sound qualities that are pervasive through all of the music, but a lot of it just it's like if you don't it's like making reggae music like if you don't sound like a jamaican person making reggae music then it doesn't uh, sound like you know what I hella mean?
2: japanese people making reggae I know. music yeah, you know what's really right? interesting
3: about that japanese people doing grind music is that's a definite kind of genetic path of hip-hop coming from the east coast of america east through london yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true yeah. and All then the far way. east to like yeah. you know where before it's debatable which way did hip-hop come to right. japan
4: but yeah, this yeah. is definitely that way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're just
2: waiting for the UK to put out some, you know, Inca and Ani <laughs> yeah. songs.
1: Somebody's going to pick up on <laughs> that I'm sure kid. that's one or two people. I'm yeah, pretty sure there was an Inca track on Adele's last album. <laughs> <laughs> sure Secret enough. track. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's like that join off the roots, um, Things Fall Apart, where it's like the CD plays it in negative. <laughs> ah, That was a magical thing that's awesome. Wait,
2: I don't even know about that.
1: No, there was a track on the end of Things Fall Apart that, like, once you played the last track on your cd player it would show negative and it would play another part of this it would play another song that wasn't in the track listing oh yeah. okay yeah, but, but it it reflected as like negative time like it would like count, it ran yeah, over yeah yeah it would be like negative one second yeah. negative yeah, two seconds it was uh, oh, a nice little uh, easter egg a jewel for uh, yeah, the people that bought the physicals
4: it's always good when you get like rewarded for supporting the project in that way yeah
1: yeah definitely try to do that so what's up with uh, any new music man you working on anything now your so last album came out a couple years ago
4: yeah it's been a while um, to be honest part of the reason for moving out here is like I always really wanted to make uh, an album uh, in Japan and the plan is to um, you know work with some Japanese producers and stuff like that um, haven't really, I haven't really got around to too much this year but I've met some really cool people so hopefully when I'm back I can sort of get the ball rolling I feel like when I finished my first album, I tried to just continue straight away, um, and I was just—I just, wasn't happy with anything I was what, coming what's up What's the with. name of your first album? The The River. The River Wandle. Yeah. So that's what is like, a Wandle? The Wandle. The River Wandle is um, like a tributary of the River Thames, and okay. um, so it's an actual yeah. location. Okay. So um, and it kind of runs through like the borough that I'm from and that I was uh, grew up in. So. Uh, it's just a little nod to that kind of thing. Okay. And I thought it sounded cool because uh, it it kind of sounds just like, I don't know, random jazz album or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I was uh, when yeah. I
1: saw it, I was like, is this uh, like a, a word that I'm not familiar
4: with? Yeah, yeah. Which is It strange, sounds a bit like, like a verb, doesn't it? It sounds yeah, like, yeah.
2: oh, I'm just going for a wandle. Yeah, I was like, is this something that people in the UK do? <laughs> sounds like do? the river the
4: Jabberwocky drinks from. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, but, yeah, uh, I've put out stuff other than that. Si- like and I also saw that you were also
1: on a couple tracks, like guests uh, yeah. featured on a couple those yeah, yeah. tracks on Spotify.
4: So that's cool. One of my favorite uh, guest verses I've done since my album was um, on a guy called Must Volkov's album. He's from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, he's with uh, Curse of Dialect? Uh, I think he does. Yeah, he's got an album with – is that – is Curse of Dialect one guy? Curse of Dialect is a, a group. Oh, it's a crew. All right, yeah. okay. What's what do you say his name was again? He's called Must Volkov, and um, he's, he's he's got his own label called Pang Productions, um, and they're pretty cool. So okay, maybe yeah. maybe
1: maybe that's the dude I'm thinking of because Curse of Dialect was a really eclectic uh, Australian group of MCs okay. who were really all about like um, one of the guys name is like raceless and they're really into like you know inclusion and and unification of peoples through music and art and they would when they perform they would wear like crazy outfits that they created themselves and things it was Mm. really really dope music in fact um, one of the artists that we'll have in in a couple weeks um, Kaigen who's a MC beat maker out here he did a collaborative project with them a couple years a decade ago a long time ago but they're really dope man
4: I'll check them out Yeah But the name
1: The name sounds familiar I thought he was a dude With cursive dialect Yeah
4: He's um He's a really good producer Um I actually Um Met him when he came to London About two or three years ago And uh Yeah he's really good in fact um, you know Ra Ra Raji he, yeah yeah yeah. he knows him from Melbourne oh so, dope we're yeah. gonna
1: have Raj on
4: uh, on the podcast in September or August I think August with I think. Leia yeah awesome yeah. we're doing a track together um, dope I, I just met him at Beat the Best actually but yeah really like his cool beats cool guy yeah and he's yeah. a dope beat maker as well yeah
1: yeah, so listeners, keep, uh, keep an ear out for that. We're going to have Kaigan in here and then Raji. Some real Tokyo some, shit. Yeah, some real Tokyo shit. Right yeah, man. should be good. <laughs> right on. Let, well, let's go ahead and hit them with some temperature check type of questions. And uh, later, we're going to share some of your music, obviously. Cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, give us your, your personal top five favorite MCs.
4: Oh, man. Or it's just it's so hard,
1: yeah. I know. Like uh, <laughs> that's, it, it, And it's kind of it, it like... I don't like doing like who are the objective top five MCs, yeah. but like give us some of your favorite no, MCs. It's too. cool.
4: Like me and my friends back home, we constantly have this uh, debate with that's each like other.
1: The, that's like the 13th element, the, of, uh, <laughs> element of yeah, hip hop, yeah. like arguing that.
4: And you know, it's just if you're bored, it's great. Like yeah. you're like top five and then you just yeah. debate with each yeah. other. But uh, so I'd say um, in no particular order, Nas, Nas, Biggie, a guy from the UK called Capo, who's from Nottingham, um, oh, man. Black Thought. RZA um, RZA maybe Big Pun. RZA okay. Or, or maybe even like RZA, man. RZA could be in there for me. I just really like his style. I know maybe he's doesn't really get mentioned in top fives in the same way as right. like you mm. know Big Pun or something. But yo, I love yo. '90s RZA. Yeah. Big Pun. I used to include
2: him in my top five a lot, and I may still put him in my top 10. I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Or very close to, but yeah. He's also a bit underrated, is that, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of material. That's it, but yeah. But the yeah. stuff he put out was just like, yeah. Just uh, like that uh, blowing, same, yeah. you know, Black Thought, yeah. Eminem, Feral Munch, lyrical oh ability man. level. Yeah. Feral
4: oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he was kind of like a from like the cool G rap school of styling. You definitely, know what I mean? But definitely. he did it in a little bit more of like a Do staccato they a track double together? time. I don't know. I can't place it right now. I don't think so. Yeah. But it seems like a match made in heaven. You know what I mean? But but yeah, uh, Pun is definitely one of my... I mean, I have a high... I hold him in high regard as well. I think yeah. It's undeniable how dope he was. There's
4: a few so. other like UK MCs that I would probably... That would be in there. Like it changes daily. There's a guy called Kashmir. And he recently did a uh, project called Strange You, which and is I'm some so really cool dystopian sci fi shit. So I cool. know a lot of current UK rappers, but I
2: don't know any like, yeah, from 2000. Who's yeah. who the who
4: who there, like is
2: Scroobius
1: like. Pip? Is that a dude? That he, is a that person, dude, right? He's a podcast familiar. now, yeah.
4: I think, he's right? like yeah. kind of a celebrity uh, type yeah, of person, yeah. Now yeah. Now. yeah. He's a spoken okay. word artist, okay, that's right. Um. And, yeah, his podcast is really good. It's called Distraction Pieces. It's pretty... He actually running. has
1: a lot of, like, notable celebrities on yeah, there yeah. too. He he's he's kind of massive now, if I recall correctly. Yeah, But he used to rap... I feel like I've seen him post on, like, the Soul Forum or, like, the Rest of the yeah, Bodies yeah. Forum back in the, in the 2000s. But. He
4: actually put out um, B. Dolan and Sage Francis's projects in the UK. Okay. Uh, he uh, has his own label.
1: Like their collaborative project or their solo project? Uh,
4: I think both. Like okay. I think he did a distribution for some solo projects. Uh, and okay. then they had like the Epic Beard Men project or something. Yeah, like
1: both of those just came. Well, they came out with the first one that was kind of like a compilation of the songs they had done on tour. And then they yeah. did an actual project yeah. that came out this year. What do you think about those? Did you listen to them? Haven't listened to them, to be honest. Some of them were pretty good, man.
4: Yeah. I used to listen to Sage a lot in the... Yeah, early 2000s as well. What's your
1: favorite Sage album?
4: Uh... Personal journals. I
1: think I gotta go with that yeah, too. Yeah. What about you, Dallinger? Probably a personal journals. Uh,
3: that's honestly that's the only one I'm vaguely familiar with. Mm-hmm. And I totally know Sage F- who Sage Francis is, There's but a- I've just never really got super yeah. into him myself. But that was a good record. I, I yeah, w sure. I,
1: I wouldn't say I was like super into him, but I was a fan. I appreciate his art and he Yo, was but coming y- from like
3: your 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 uh, your bandwidth for listening to things was oh. about thirty times mine. Uh. <laughs> I I'll listen to like, yeah. you know, over ten years I'll probably listen to like five MCs. Yeah. <laughs> Not no, because I think like, everything is yeah. garbage, but that's just like my bandwidth.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But like, uh, you know, a healthy distrust is good too. There's
4: a sage yeah. is a good sage is a good artist. Well, so. he had some really good I've heard good a lot mixtape. of good stuff from him for sure. Like he had a mixtape called "Sick of Waiting Tables" and it had a lot of. <laughs> Those re-stars. were great. They were really Those good. Were great. And he was like, sick you know, sick scribble of
1: jam. Things, yeah, scribble jam. Like uh, his battles like. were epic, and um, not to talk about our guests from like the next 2 weeks but like uh Kaigen he's coming with Meso who's an MC and I met Meso or I was at the same show as him, it was a rap battle in Hawaii in 2002, I want to say, and Sage was battling at that time, but he was still battling under the, you know, the Zalzan, oh, Zalzan. moniker yeah, because yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah. want people to know it was Sage. <laughs> so yeah, that shit was tight, man. Um, he used to yeah, wear the me- metallic t-shirts.
4: Yeah, yeah, he yeah, used yeah.
1: to wear like a wig and a hat yeah, and like yeah, sunglasses yeah. to kind of not be Sage, but yeah, yeah th- those, those were, those are really cool cats, man. Yeah. I don't know. Um, what about? Uh, you- give me a if if you were to i don't even know like uh how i want to phrase this question what are some of your favorite albums all time like what is a what is like a masterpiece hip-hop album to you um not not like describing the qualities but actually ones that you think are just perfect All masterpieces yeah
4: um like you know a lot of really familiar ones like 36 chambers illmatic um Six feet deep for me was a, was a big one. Um, again, uh, the MC I mentioned in my top uh, five, Capo, who's from Nottingham in in the UK, he had an album called Spaz the World," and that's like a classic. Um, and um, uh, it's so hard. Like, I think personal journals is actually quite a classic. There's a lot man. of joints on there that are really good. Um,
1: um, climb trees. Yeah. Uh, crack inherited pipes. scars. Yeah, Crackpipes yeah. Those are really good
4: songs. Yeah. Um I feel like I, I really like like the art of the album. I feel like I'm even guilty of this. Like since YouTube came out, like I just listen to music like more on like a song to song basis. But when I make music I really try and like craft an album. And I really try and like when people put out an album, I really try and digest it in its entirety. Kind of thing. If,
1: you know, th- there's also with with the state of the music industry now, there's people who are not making albums. They're making, yeah. you know, uh, music songs digestible and in, like individual doses. But some people are still crafting entire cohesive, well thought out projects. And when yeah. there's something like that, I try to be respectful of the craft and listen to it you know as is, is one yeah. piece but uh you know with with like the uh, you know automated playlists you know algorithms that we get on spotify and our other listening yeah. devices or even just the way that youtube recommends the next video it's easy to just listen to track to track uh, yeah about whatever definitely. not really pay attention
4: to a whole cohesive project a few anything. more that have like popped into my head are some other uk ones like original pirate material by the streets i think that's that's the classic mm-hmm. um, i was almost that,
3: gonna mention him when we were talking about like things that popped up out of the uk especially in the early 2000s yeah when, that's when like did he one of bubble the, up? the he, he made it out. 2000s yeah, <laughs> yeah like I thought so, 2003 that's like yeah. 2003.
2: Yeah. the seminal was, yeah. Yeah. garage it, album right? yeah, yeah i'd
4: yeah. say
1: so. i'm not familiar with it really i just good.
4: heard
2: it last year but it's dope A oh, word
4: yeah
3: he has a quite unique style, I would say. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm
4: sorry, what was the name again? The Streets. The Streets. The streets. Yeah. So there's a guy oh, called Mike Skinner, and I guess vaguely similar to Scroobius Pip in that his style is like a bit spoken word, word-esque kind of thing. But that album, Original Pirate Material, was right, like yeah, a right. pivotal album. And then yeah. Boy in the Corner by Dizzy Rascal. I'm really
3: surprised you're not familiar with that, dude. I bet you've heard it you just maybe. Likely, it, it yeah. was. It was over 10 years ago now, right? Yeah. yeah. Most definitely.
4: Did it make it like... Did it make it to the state? I think it was on MTV. I think it oh, was wow.
3: single on MTV. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Over ten years ago. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. listening to a lot of hip hop. I mean, I bet, like in you, the, I bet like if you heard the single, probably. you
3: would recognize it. I bet yeah. you would.
4: I was listening it's, to a lot of it, animal like you're saying, collective it's back spoke, then
3: it's almost spoken word. He's kind of like yeah. it's like he's on the beat, but it's very you know. Uh, kind of on the first listen,
4: out. you might be like, "What? This yeah, I can't like rap." Kind yeah. of. Film. Yeah, it's some people might. I'm definitely not that guy. Like I like a shit. I like Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Undoubtedly.
2: What's the single call?
4: Has it come to this? Has it That's come main, to
2: this? That's
1: yeah. the main. Oh, I didn't plug in my shit all Sing. the way, man. I was just chilling today. I felt really comfortable with you coming through. So I was like, I'm not even going to prepare, man. I've had conversations with this guy so we could just kick it. And that means that I just didn't prepare well at all. <laughs> but I could plug my phone That's in, in a good, minute. Man. Word up. I don't know. Like, We've got a lot of like unchanging questions and we're going to talk about some, uh, some music that we're listening to and share some of your music. You want to go ahead and take a break late?
2: Let's take a break (laughs) that's right I I thought I had that album but I do not
4: oh that's cool we'll be right back
1: mega late show episode 80 though is this rock marciano who is this? No, this Conway. is this is West Side Gun shit? Conway, all right. All Word. of them. Yo, so yeah, welcome back to the Mega Late Show. We're about to go ahead and get started on phase two of our never ending project of podcasting. I was, no, that I was an interesting like, way to describe it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Here's this torturous yeah. labor that we <laughs> right, commit ourselves to right, for yeah. infinity. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, I was welcome to of, the Sisyphus podcast. Right. I was the Mega Late th- Show struggles.
3: I was kind of thinking about that on the train. You guys seem like you've been super consistent to do it. From my perspective, every single Saturday. What is your availability rate as far as Saturdays go? How's we've it? Actually, been since, since we've number actually number eighty, right? So yeah. How would you? What percentage would you give your 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 consistency for Saturdays, back what's, to back. Like, is what's it the like question? Ninety percent of Saturdays you guys are doing a podcast. Ninety-five well, percent of Saturdays. Right well, now it's like,
2: like seventy-five. Yeah, really? About.
1: Well, we we try to we try to take a Saturday off every month now. Okay. We just we, and that's been kind of good for our mental health. And yeah, you know you, you know guys what guys actually been has been. The, at it. I
3: thought I thought you guys were been yeah. doing it basically every single Saturday. We were. We just like, started yeah. this like, like, like in
1: in April or May, taking okay. a week off. Yeah. But. I thought that's the, how it's been. Yeah. The shit that has actually really saved my mental health recently is late started editing podcasts. Every oh, we're taking we're, turns now. He's got and for some reason like right when on. it's <laughs> when it's late week. I'm just like, yo, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> you what know, like, well, you got some shit to do late? Yeah, yeah, do it. Like, yo, know, because like it, it it was a whole process. And actually, I've eased up on like the editing shit. Like I used to do a lot more, and we kind of just been relaxing with it now. Sure. Like, and um. You know, I've I've watched our numbers and everything like that, and the numbers are pretty consistent on our listeners. We still average, you know, between 1,000 and 1,500 listens a month for the most part. And we've been more active on Instagram lately, trying to do pictures and shit like that. But even with that, we ain't really pushing the product. So it's mostly just, I don't know, people hear about it and they share it, I guess. I'm always surprised when somebody's like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're mega. I've heard your podcast.
4: It's like, hey. I actually heard um, of this podcast before I moved to Japan. What? Shut the fuck up Yeah I did Cause I was just I was going through Instagram and I was like You know Just trying to find shit out And I just stumbled oh, across it Tokyo hip hop Yeah so. See just those hashtags it. man just We gotta get on uh, yeah. You know what
1: <laughs> mean? Fucking, I mean It's fucking I'll be feeling wild corny When I do that hashtag So Something about it Just makes me feel like yeah Yo.
4: I,
3: I'm always conflicted About it the, I, just when feel, I rarely do post yeah. Instagram, but put in hashtags. Yeah. I do occasionally, but at the same time, it's just like, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. Right? Or, yeah. <laughs> that better all of a sudden running across myself. My, is my that shit. right? Should I do that? Yeah. <laughs> my my,
1: shit, my trick is that I make the post and I just leave it with no hashtags. And like a couple days later, I drop it with the hashtags. So people find <laughs> it later. But when they see the post, they're like, ah, oh, damn, why make it put 15 hashtags? <laughs> I did it. I do it later.
2: Oh. Shit. That's how I do it. That's like, a good yeah, little that's trick. That's how I
1: do it. I, and it's, it's like a I weird if that thing fucks
2: to fucks up the SEO.
1: I I, I really don't know. Uh, I'm not but even for, sure why I feel uncomfortable with that. With the it, shit that people post, like people will reshare shit, they post people spam their own stuff, and for some reason I just feel a little bit corny doing that. Yeah. It makes yeah. me feel. Un- now, I don't know if corny is the word, but it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable.
2: I've been feeling all that shit. I mean, this is a different conversation. All that shit gets kind of corny for me. Yeah. I don't like, know. When but, I see like somebody. Either really dope or that has a lot of followers, and then I look at their posts and it's like 93 views. I was like, man, you got 2,000 followers. What's happening here? What's going on,
1: guys? It's weird. Like uh, imagine like. Uh, you know, a lot of the the 90s East Coast guys, there's that that hyper-masculinity type of aspect about it. Like, don't be corny, always conduct yourself in these particular type of ways. But imagine seeing like Prime DMX on Instagram. Like, what type (laughs) of shit would he be posting? You know what I mean? What type of shit would they be resharing on Twitter? And it's hard to be really critical about these young kids and the shit that they post and them with guns and drugs and shit because back in the day, like, you don't really do that. But in the raps, they still talking about doing that shit so what makes them so different would they actually be you know what I mean mm. posting that shit like but but then again you look at like Westside gunning them and you don't ever see them posting their guns and shit no. you know what I mean is there's a different type of way of moving and I think maybe I just still come from that kind of era where it's like being live with some shit like that is a little bit corny so I don't know Yeah,
2: yeah yeah, yeah I don't know maybe it's a millennial post millennial yeah. thing
1: yeah, I mean, we... Because we, yeah. I can't
2: think of anybody doing dumb shit on TV or, you know, like, a DVD even. Word. Mm. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. Mm.
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, like, the graffiti cats are still conducting themselves in the proper ways. Like, I've never seen what Utah Ether look like, neither of them. And that's the way it's got to be, you know? it's the criminality behind it. So, word up. But uh, right now for the Megalate Show, and Dan, we didn't even talk to you about this. Um, like, we're going to share music. So do you have a track available to share and everything? Yeah, right yeah, there? of All course. Right, yeah, we'll yeah, do that. Yeah. Right. I, got, I got some, I just wanted to kind of talk about some of the new music that was coming out for My Weather Report. Type of joint, man. Because there's fine. been a few I don't really albums. Have anything. All right, there's been a few albums that dropped over the last few weeks that I feel like uh, in the beginning of the year was a little bit. It was a little bit slow. Like it didn't seem like there was a lot of projects that were coming out that True. were like really strong. You know what I mean? Like I was excited for Boogie's joint, and that was a letdown. And like there's just not really been a lot of cats major we albums, especially.
2: Get into it. Did you listen to uh, Megan the Stallions album?
1: No, I wouldn't listen to that.
2: I'm gonna listen yeah yeah i'm not her I, single I, is pretty good
1: I, i'm not too familiar with her music to know whether or not i like it but i just feel like the name is already like seems like something that's it's not like on my a way stripper
2: leg. name but i think what I, from what i've heard a lot of the stuff she's doing is you know on purpose like she's definitely using her sex yeah sex or gender Sex. I I think to to her advantage. Yeah. And not in like the Lil Kim Foxy Brown kind of way. She seems a bit more aware of what
4: she's doing. I know her mom was was a rapper as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. I saw an interview with her. um, Okay. That's interesting. interesting. I wonder who her mom is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah,
2: like, I mean, people keep uh, railing about like, oh, she has a college degree, which doesn't really mean shit. But she.
1: What what are they trying to say that like you're like you're not going to be guess super ghetto ratchet not, if you have a college degree?
2: I guess it's not ignorant hood shit. It's oh, okay. like educated hood shit. I guess they're trying oh, to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, she still raps about sex and you know dicks and shit. But mm. at least the couple songs I've heard, it's, to it's fun album. music though, right? it's you know it's pop music it's okay the current so yeah. Shit. yeah you see
1: like I, I have like this thing where i'm not really into fun music <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i like i like fun music and turn up music but usually i don't find myself in places where it's like really like that you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like even the anderson pack type of stuff like I, I mostly like the stuff that is not meant to be kind of like live at the function but more like some of the soulful shit or the shit that i would play at a barbecue i, I don't know mm-hmm. like uh, I, I've I've known that those are kind of my particular sensibilities since the nineties where it was like to me there was a difference between like the arsonist and Mo Money Mo problems. Like I like Mo Money Mo problems, but it really was Arsonist? Wasn't, yeah. Is Is that a unique song? No, they're they're uh, they're yeah, Q Yo, unique.
3: Did you have one of the arsonists on this podcast?
1: Well, yeah, I mean we've had Scheme Richards and Neil Armstrong who've worked no, with Arsonist. I thought you Oh, you're talking about DJ spinna
3: No, an MC who?
1: Oh, you're thinking El sense Not an arsonist.
3: Okay, my bad. My my mind's dusty. No, I don't. No, I don't think I was. Th- Oh okay. Well, two years ago, but for some reason Uh, that was a checkbox. We definitely
1: have mentioned them a few times. Like Scheme was talking about the arsonists. uh, and Neil said the first shows that he was doing was with the arsonists as well. The artifacts. The artifacts. artifacts. Same era, same era.
3: Right. Both in the A section. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right, right.
1: yeah but but yeah i'm definitely i've noticed that my sensibilities are more for other parts of it um and even even like when i approach the crime rap it's like i i like the crime rap shit sometimes but it depends on who the artist is and um what what approach it is to it so so really what i wanted to do today is just ask you guys if you heard a few of these albums and what your thoughts are on them um bandana of course is an album that just came out it's fucking freddie gibbs and mad lib and i've noticed it's gotten uh fairly strong well received uh from most places Uh, i think i saw a pitchfork review that gave it like an 8.1 which is like a good album but i don't think Mm. it was like one of their best albums of the month or whatever that they usually give shit like what did you guys think about bandana
4: i really like it um but and i shouldn't do this but i'm always going to compare it to pinata Mm. and i feel like it's a very different project But I still Indeed. feel Piñata is, is 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 better for me But I've only listened to Bandana like Two three times So I feel I need to like Let me come in on th- uh, Let
1: me it. come in on that late. Let me play some bandana While we've got it going And shit It's gonna speak for us Word Um I uh, My My impression about it Like I really like uh, Piñata And I think that that's one of the Few underground cult albums That have come out In the last Five years Uh and i see why people don't like it as much as some of Freddie's other projects because madlib is a whole different vibe and approach but i feel like i enjoy bandana a little bit more as a cohesive project mm. whereas there was like brighter spots on pinata like thuggin is like amazing. you know amazing which i don't think any track on bandana really reaches that kind of level really? of, yeah that will like saturate throughout the culture uh I don't really I don't w- what song do you think? Like Crime Pays or uh what did they got? Flat Tummy Tea. See, I don't really like I think Flat Tummy Tea is the, one of my least favorite the track songs with on it.
2: Black Thought and Most Def.
1: See, that's an old most Def verse too. Like I just don't like yeah.
2: I didn't like Pinata.
1: Yeah. Oh but I remember you mentioning that you didn't actually you didn't bandana, really care for it. I think it's yeah.
2: the best thing album of the this year?
1: year. Album of the it's year, an year so much. Yeah, I like this track, uh, Palm Olive with uh, Pusha and Killer Mike, and I just like Killer Mike's chorus. He don't got a verse, but yeah. 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 I don't know there's a few tracks on this that I really enjoy. I, li- I like. Really I like. I've,
3: I've listened to it twice. This record, and um, just speaking on what you just mentioned, the Killer Mike verse, or I should say, chorus hook. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that he kind of. I feel like Killer Mike's kind of fell into kind of a. I don't know, like one style on a lot of the stuff that i've heard over the fa- past few years but i felt like he kind of delivered it a li- although it's just a hook yeah i feel like he's kind of you know he's showing a different a little different uh you know just or, style on it killer mike but, uh, is
2: definitely one of those rappers that has a style instead yeah. of like a styler right yeah, right,
3: yeah but he, he does style a little differently on, at least just on the delivery on that it's you, it's short but yeah he, he it, the way the hook is though when you start to hear it you're like oh this might be a verse yeah, but then it yeah, starts yeah. you repeating like, oh okay <laughs> so it's kind of a it's kind of a hook verse the way i would describe it almost <laughs> the are tight.
1: yeah i mean um I, I like a lot of the the sample choices a lot of them sound familiar but they're flipped in different ways i like a lot of the musical transitions on the track and and uh it's definitely gonna well unless like You know, five other albums come out this year that are just absolutely stellar. It'll probably make my top five favorite albums of the year. Just, I've only listened to it about three times, but. You know Consistently going back To certain tracks Like the joint Fake names Like that beat change up I, that's Is kind of my, too. my joint names, too
2: yeah.
3: right. I think fake names Crime Pays There was one other one I don't remember like The title right pays. now That word Situations that
2: really, is dope I think Situations um, Was the one that kind of Stuck out to half me Half man the, Half cocaine Word That one's pretty good too uh,
1: yeah. I actually I saw some people saying They didn't like Gat Damn But I like that joint too
3: uh,
2: I can't remember, I can't remember how how that The track title right this now one. Is yeah, that That one's alright Yeah I don't think there's a bad track on the album.
1: Yeah, I kind I don't of like not care for the, the interlude, like the Japanese yeah. dude dropping the end
2: Is it a Japanese a dude or is he Brazilian? Because he's definitely speaking oh. Brazilian Portuguese. No, there's,
3: oh, a, Japanese there's a Japanese dude Japanese yeah. on there, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. 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 Uh, but... I, I don't and is it a dude, a dude Or is it a robot Right it
2: sounds right, like right. a That's robot That's what I
1: was about to say Was it one of those Like
3: type The first text time I heard I thought it, so it yeah. was a dude But then the more I listened to it I was like mm, I was, was like This, this is like, this weird kind of, like, Speech but generator but, That has just like right. A bunch of He got a like a, for yeah. a
2: Japanese robot To speak Brazilian Portuguese And say nigga <laughs> That shit's kind of wild Well
1: they said that He made the whole shit Off of his iPad So maybe he was just like Hey look at this Google Translate a $1.99 app Let me go ahead And pick this up And see what type of magic I can make
2: Hey we need to do that. That like new, as as, yeah. That Zoomer. Races. I actually
3: mm. <laughs> On a track that I never did anything with. I found a speech generator that that you could do in, in different like uh, you could do English in different nationalities and different di- you know different accents. I've used that before. Yeah, shit's
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, tight. Get yeah, like an I, Australian I like chick too, to say Mega Late Show. <laughs> <laughs> dope.
1: What about uh, the new Benny joint? Did you guys listen to that? Plugs I met.
2: Yeah, it's straight. I know you and uh Tokyo Cliffs shit. of the Raw Urban, Urban Mobile mode. podcast really like that.
1: Well shit, like that that um that fucking uh that joint with Black Thought is crazy, man. I love that joint. That I mean, might that's be a one great of my it yeah. might be one of my favorite tracks of it's the It's a year. really
2: good track. I'll, yeah. I'll turn it down a little bit. Yeah. But First I mean Black place, Thought is Next level. Top 5. Yeah, yeah I think I think if you, if you
1: if you If you get 38 bars from Black Thought, it probably means that he respects what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Because he bars the fuck out on this. Or it's a Thursday, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, He's just bored and shit. He's like, I didn't want to stop recording. Like, you can cut wherever you want. Like, anything works. It
5: less than hundred racks don't deserve
1: what I like about Benny uh, as opposed like in, com- in contrast to uh, West Side Gun or Conway is that he seems to be better at actually painting pictures and like um, describing uh, more vividly the type of experiences that he's had whereas mm. um, West Side Gun is a lot more swaggy with his shit and it kind of relies Stylistic on just yeah he just kind of yeah, just swags out a little bit and Conway like while he's really good at using different uh, rhyme styles and techniques he mostly kind of rhymes about the the same things it's Mm. about being dope it's about selling dope and uh, benny gets a little bit more introspective and i also think that he's just a lot tighter as a lyricist man like his syllable counts like he doesn't really bend words to make them rhyme he's always kind of on point with uh with that and He surprises me with some of his rhyme schemes too It's like Mm -hmm. You don't think that he's gonna rhyme Like this three syllable word With that three syllable word And he'd be killing it for me
0: And
1: also the I guess the bridge of this joint Where it's just kind of like The horn stabs Instead of any chorus And then just
4: more bars That's just really good
2: More bars are usually good Yeah. Yeah
5: I and R, I was they're super
4: prolific, mm-hmm. aren't they? Like all the Griselda yeah. MCs.
2: they're
4: in my opinion.
2: Same thing with uh, Makami and the God Fahim. Mm. Like, I never know, like what? Like three albums oh, this quarter? You,
1: you by, by being too prolific, you mean that they're releasing so much music right. that it's hard
2: to kind of... It's kind of, you know, like like if I say name the Michael Jackson songs or name the Shaka Khan songs you know they've got these iconic songs you go to the concert you expect to hear them and you could do the same with like Jay-Z or Kanye The Roots but then when I'm like yo Play that Conway joint. Like which which Conway joint? You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: You could probably name a wrestler name, uh, like a yeah. '90s or <laughs> '80s wrestler, and then it would be the song. But and I uh, mean, that, that
2: is an issue. Yeah. That's partially their fault. Quantity-wise and quality-wise, it's just like such a deluge of music. Nothing right. really like floats up as well, the anthem.
1: Well, see, that's kind of the that's kind of one of the things that I feel like Benny is becoming more of the rising star because like his his uh, more so than Supreme Blind Tell or any of the projects that the numerous project that Conway and. Um, in Westside release, like his projects seem to be a little bit more focused, and there seems to be more moments that really stand out amongst his body of work. Uh, the next album I was going to ask you guys if you heard was um, "Fly God" is an awesome god. The new Westside gun shit, and there's all Yo, of the tracks on that shit are dope.
2: That's a dope title.
1: Yeah, and it is really dope. It's a, it, it, and it's it's great Westside gun. But of the tracks, they sound like they could be on other projects.
2: Do you know that song though? our god is an awesome god yo that shit is dope that's a dope title holy shit
1: yeah and that album is is actually really dope if you like if you like um if you like west side gun i think that you'll enjoy the album you know what i mean but it is one of those things where like look it It's the same type of vibe. Yeah, it's the same ad libs, and you basically can mix and match his albums and just throw something together and say it was a different project. While I really do enjoy it, and I haven't grown tired of the kind of aesthetic and vibe that they're doing, I I I I do start. I am starting to feel more. Yeah, I am starting to feel more confident in the idea, or more more confident in my opinion that. Benny is really starting to become the standout artist of them. And like uh Westside Gun is by far like the best marketer. You know what I mean? Like he's really kind of um, got this wrestling shit on lock and really like a lot of his merch is just like wrestling merch. Mm. And even fucking Razor Ramon is on the is on the album. Late, you gotta check it out. Oh, Ramon, wow. Scott yeah, Hall. Yeah, yeah. He's he, he doesn't he doesn't rap bars but he definitely he definitely goes off, you
2: know. But on the fly, God is an awesome guy. Yeah, thing? yeah. He says like something and like, yo, he's a bad guy, Chico. Yeah, he's got swag. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, it, it's a good
1: joint, man. The bad guy. And um, I mean, I don't think you guys listen to Mike, but I really am liking that new Mike album
2: too. A new Mike drop? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I would listen. to him. Yeah.
1: I like Mike a lot. Mike is Mike. Mike is one of my favorite um, MCs and shit. What's the
2: other guy? Navy blue.
1: Navy blue. Yeah. A uh, King Carter. Fucking
2: sitting on the standing yeah yeah uh, I Red mean burns? Earl
1: Earl Sweatshirt is on that yeah, vibe that's now not and that's shit. not my tip. Yeah. yeah I fuck with all that stuff pretty heavy Earl,
4: Earl Sweatshirt shirt has got a um, EP coming out with Apollo Brown doesn't it it's already out oh, is it uh, out
1: some well it's not together it's a dude that put the songs like some Apollo oh, Brown right. beats over some Earl it's like old joint mash-up. it's yeah. called some brown songs yeah, yeah, like some rap songs but it's called some brown songs oh, okay. I missed the brown. mashup there yeah uh, I mean, there, there's still a lot of albums coming out and shit that are pretty dope like that. Like fucking um, uh, that, that Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre mashup that came out last year that was yeah. solid. The Nas Quasimodo uh, joint that was pretty solid. And I think there's been like two or three of those. But yeah. but um, the last joint I was going to ask you guys about was the, uh, the new Dreamville shit. Nobody's listened to that either not familiar. the whole thing not yet, not yet word um hold on a second man there's this one track that i there's there's quite a few songs on there that i that i really dig and, and yo like, can you man.
2: play that well i'm gonna listen to it later but the uh what is that shit called it has like a spanish
1: name off of um off of the dreamville joint yeah costa rica yeah or let me, this, this is the last track on the album, and it's called Sacrifices, featuring Earth Gang, J. Cole, Saba. Smino, and Saba. And Yo, uh, I think a, it's,
2: what a great, Saba and Smino should always be. It's do like stuff a match made in heaven and shit.
1: But I, I actually really dig this joint, man. And there's this, like, um, there's this part of, I think this is, I think this is Doc, right?
5: I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Nigga, I'm going head. Yeah, that's from not Earth the, gang, the, it's the not it's not Venus, song, right? right? Yeah,
1: but anyways, like there's this part of his verse where um they're like um they're uh they're like uh what is it called? Drop ins, cut ins, uh fucking Punches. yeah, punch ins, right? Yeah, I don't know why I couldn't get that off, but it's like the whole verse is just back to back punch ins, and the way that they uh the way that they recorded the shit sounds really really dope, and it has like a really interesting With who? vibe. Uh, this verse right here. Right. After this kind of singing portion, he there's a bunch of punch-ins that come back to back for like a whole verse like or several bars and it sounds
2: up.
5: That's
1: dope, dope to me, man. I really panning on that as well. Yeah. Crazy. You know, I was listening to it uh on my like regular stereo, so like the panning sounds different, but with yeah. the headphones on, yeah, it's really dope, man comes across well and i i don't know there's just a few there's a few joints on this that i really like um at least at least six that i think are really dope and what what i uh, what i really like is it kind of highlights man they've got a really strong talent pool of just really I didn't phenomenal know and
2: was that deep yeah. or sorry their, their roster and shit right because well, they've got is ari linux on the label
1: i don't know if ari's on the label but he's this there's, there's a track
2: She's on a few tracks. Yeah.
1: But um, there's also a track with Cause uh, and Reason, which are kind of the newer artists with Dreamville and TDE. And the track is about them... Not being able to... Not yeah, not really being able to pop, and them deciding to rob J Cole and <laughs> Top, <laughs> and it's 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 like you know I think obviously it's tongue in cheek, but you know there might be something there. That, but it was it's it's an interesting approach, and yeah, it's just a lot of good shit, man. And uh, the thing that I took from the album is that like I still like Earth Gang, but they still haven't topped Lickisto for me. Their song Lickisto, that is just like a magical piece of artwork that I love. Um, I, the day I so- they do
2: that is the day they blow in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like the, you know, their album's coming out too. But the track that they feature on the on the compilation from their new album didn't really, it, it, it didn't impress me that much. But J.I.D.'s verses are always fucking crazy. He's obviously, to me, the lyrical standout of that camp and one of the best lyricists who are kind of popular right now.
3: I'm, just, I'm grasping. I heard, I, I remember hearing some Earthgang JDI uh cl- clabbin with someone recently that would seem like kind of big news but it, it's, escaped, it's escaping me right now i can't remember what it was i wanted to tell you about it uh, <laughs> i <yeah>. forgot now
1: <laughs> earth gang is kind of they um i think that they are settling more into this uh, to me it sounds like they're really influenced by th- young thug right now like makes sense they, they really got this kind of like uh Interesting sing song vocal inflections in Atlanta, type of shit. That is like the whole very sing like that Yeah. Very sing songy But you know, it's a good project, man. I don't know. I've uh, well, the thing that made me happy is that, like, all of these albums came out within a few weeks of each other, and I thought that the year was kind of dry. So I've kind of been happy to just have some new music that I actually find compelling and interesting to, to check out.
2: But you know. uh, Saba's crew also released an album.
1: It was like a compilation joint, too, right?
2: As, well, what does that mean? A compilation.
1: Like, all of their artists came together with tracks that they were creating and also working yeah together like dreamville yeah. yeah uh
2: i don't know everybody in the crew i'm just kind of familiar with saba and joseph chilliams mm-hmm. and a little bit mfn mellow or but i haven't listened to it yet that's, that's pretty dope list. like
1: saba saba and um joey badass were like yo we had some really good projects last year i think this year we're just going to go ahead and like step back and help our crews out to get some shine so word up man I don't know. I, I really do like that, that new cool. mic shit, though. You guys know yeah, I that like Beastco shit was kind of disappointing. That Beastco shit was tremendously disappointing, in my opinion, man. Like, there was, like, Left Hand and Distance are really the only two songs I care about on that album. And Left Hand is even, What's, like, eh.
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even name the tracks. Yeah. I don't the, know. The one before Left Hand, I think I liked a little bit more.
1: Let me see if I can find it. But, like, this joint is... The one, you said the one before um, Left Hand? it ain't easy track. yeah it ain't easy and really the reason I like this track is mostly because I, I dig the beat the beat speaks to me a little bit more with them over it
2: but see like
1: when I think of like you know hearing these beast coast beast coast cats I'm thinking more lyricism than like
2: this Cause that crew is crazy yeah like all of them are Pro able to era. like bar out Flatbush, mm. even the Underachievers
4: yeah. yeah, Nick Caution and all uh, those cats right? The underachievers I, re- I used to really like that project Indigoism, yeah, 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 yeah. that's
1: the only project I really love from those guys yeah. This is the joint you're talking about late? Like?
2: I think so, yeah
1: Yeah, disappointing though I'm not a Flatbush Zombies fan Like much at all Yo, Me yeah. Darko is crazy like. He's got a cool voice, he's got a great voice But I just don't like their music too much I don't know what it is You know how it is. Like, sometimes you just don't like shit, even though it's like Mm. fine. But we don't say that about dogs. (laughs) Like, nah, I don't like dogs. I don't know. That's it, man. I just wanted to have a little bit of conversation, a musical update. And uh, if you guys want to hear what I really love that I don't play in front of people, then uh, hit me up because I'll be listening to the weird shit. I'll definitely be listening to the weird shit and being like, yo, this is the best shit (laughs) out. Uh, a lot of a lot of my choices like that are like real critical darlings, you know what I mean? Like I don't really hear people talking about it, but there'll be music reviewers who are like this album's incredible. Okay. And it's like it's a straight up critical darling, like nobody really talks about it, but it makes it makes lists. Like that you, arm and hammer last year. That shit is crazy to me.
2: Do you fuck with the last James Blake album?
1: No. I'm not I don't really listen to James Blake like that. Like but I yeah. I mean I, I I appreciate it. He
2: had a bunch of rappers on it Yeah?
4: I didn't listen to that right. I need to check that out I really like some of the stuff He's done with uh, UK MC called Trim mm, Not familiar He's like a grime MC But he um, Yeah he's done some Quite left field stuff uh, With James Blake I need or to get more of my UK shit
2: Yeah I'm doing alright But I need to be better I'll send you some stuff I'll send you some Yeah for sure
4: man
1: mm. Yo what song are we gonna play From you? Um,
4: I think <laughs> Numbers would be a good one to start
1: on. Let's do it. Yo, like um, I hadn't heard you before. I reached out to you. I just figured out oh, he's a cool cat, man. He makes music. Let me go ahead and see what's up with him and shit. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Thanks. Man. Like you, you, uh, you can wrap your ass off. You Chief. have great uh musical sense and your beat your your beats really mesh with your your voice well and it's dope man i really like your music thanks man i really appreciate
5: that
4: so
1: tell us a little bit about this track
4: so this track was kind of like uh one of the last songs that i recorded for the album and uh i had like a really cool idea for a video based on um the computer game Lilac Wars Or like Star Fox Okay hmm. So um, <laughs> Lilat Wars Is that what it's called? That's whatever? what it's called in uh, the UK <laughs> Yeah um, And um, Yeah like I kind of I wrote the track just off like A bunch of ideas that I had That I wanted to make sure Were on the album uh, um, But I was really kind of thinking about the video As I was writing the track Even though like the lyrics don't really relate to what the video is about but I wanted like when I heard the beat I was like it would lend itself well to that that kind of thing so yeah if you get a chance check out the video on YouTube okay yeah
1: I saw the video for um what is it I like coffee I drink coffee Oh, uh, yeah. I drink coffee yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a, that too a, last night that's a jam like oh, I said, I
3: just, I just heard of you last night, but I yeah. think I, check the f- I checked, I think, three videos on YouTube. I like them all. Yeah, oh, man. thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to say, the videos are really well done as well. Yeah, there's they, look, a, they look good. Uh, yeah.
1: Both with the music as well, there's a polished quality that comes across. that uh, It doesn't sound like you're some hobbyist that's just banging yeah. these out in your right, bedroom yeah. or something. You know, it, they sound Everything sounds really well thought out, constructed, and, and thanks, put man. together, man. This is good shit.
4: I feel like I was really lucky when I was recording this album Cause there's an engineer called um, Telemachus, or he goes by the name Chemo as well. Telemachus. And, yeah, Telemachus. Yo, that
1: sounds really ill, actually.
4: <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool name. That's he... like a
1: Discordian Pope name. I rock with that guy yeah, so
4: much. Telemachus. But he, he um he since moved to Thailand and then to Spain, but like for a long time he was like the go-to engineer for for like rap vocals in in London. And I did the whole album with him, and um, it was a really cool experience. Uh, so yeah, that was great.
5: What is this?
4: Uh, what is the song about? So, I wanted to make like. I originally had this really elaborate plan for a track, like where it was gonna be like all these crazy mathematical equations that add up of like oh i used to live my house number was this and then if you add that and divide that by that then you get this and that's that <laughs> like basically i started trying to write write that and i was like fucking hell man. it's like yo
1: fuck man yeah i was
4: like i'm not i'm not good enough at maths to do this yeah some um, that's some real numerology yes yeah, so like supreme mathematics yeah exactly yeah. so then the hook was just like um Kind of like a nod to just like, <laughs> it's kind of like, not numbers are meaningless, but just like, you know, it was basically me giving up on that concept and like having, like, having a joke about it. But no one would know that listening to it because yeah. it's like an in joke with myself, kind of thing. Hey,
1: exclusive Megalato content. Yeah, yeah. We're going to update that Rap Genius page. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah.
4: <laughs> Spotify
2: lyrics, correct? Yeah. <laughs> right,
1: hold on. I want to play my jam. like really
4: Coffee, where yeah. do you
1: get your coffee at now? Man, are you a, like a family mart 7 Oh
4: man, like I go through phases of drinking a lot of coffee, but um, I haven't been much this year, but I've been drinking a lot of like cold coffee out here.
1: That's all I drink out yeah. here is cold coffee.
4: I think it's Tully's, the one which comes in like yes. a can. Yep. Yeah. I get that stuff. Off yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. But it's like a, bottle. It's like yeah, a bottle yeah, can bottle. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I,
4: it's pretty cool how you can get like just unsweetened coffee like that. Yeah. 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 You can't get that in the UK. So.
3: Yeah. I am. Um, Japan's
4: the first place I've ever seen
3: coffee in a can. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Japan's the, the first place. They place they that. In the States?
1: No, man. Like even the, the little small, like uh shotgun shell style cans of coffee. Like, yeah. yeah I dig those, man. One little
2: tidbit. Georgia coffee Only in Japan Not in Georgia The country oh, or the <laughs> state I, I, I was But to Made by Coca-Cola Oh wow Which is from Atlanta Hence the name Georgia coffee Is that right? Oh. Is that why they call it that? That's what I've been told
1: Break down the numerology <laughs> for us <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah uh, applied okay. that by this. Right. Times
1: that by that. And I mean. the president of Coca Cola <laughs> industry's dog. He sounded has like the coal. Bill Cosby a little bit. Worse, <laughs> In In the president of the, th- the Coca Cola's dog. You can't do the Jiminy jabs on the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Shout out to uh, the Mega Late Show. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Why don't you do a song for your mom and your dad? <laughs> <laughs> that Will Smith rap, yo?
1: How about your mom and dad by getting a job? <laughs> Word up all right man shit so so what's up with the new music man well no one thing that i that, that you wanted to talk about was uh the work that you've done with your bands in, in the past yeah is, is there is there some of that music available as well yeah like, it's all on spotify all right what is what do i research
4: um so i'd say a good track um would be uh a monument to compromise If you go to Granville Sessions and the album Monument, the last track is uh, a monument to compromise. And um, this is this it? No,
1: no. But this is called a monument to compromise. Oh okay.
4: If you search Granville Sessions, Mm, okay. Hold on. Oh, the
1: Lone Catalyst. I remember. You remember those guys? Yeah. Uh, Due Process with Talib Kweli is a great track by them. Granville, what was I'm Sessions? Sorry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Typing with one finger is trash. Yeah, is it with a D?
4: G. Granville? Uh, it's so it's like G R A N. Here we go. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, I'm yeah.
1: sorry. That's cool. And, and the name is. So the
4: album is Monument. It should be the like the last one. Here on we that. go. 2017. Yeah. Monument. And then the last track off of that. Here we go
1: and this is your band your you have disbanded
4: we have disbanded yeah but this um this track is maybe like we got to a point where we were quite rocky because some of the original members used to be in like rock and metal bands our second album is like a lot more sample based and our first album is like really sample based we always had live drums like uh, you know we had loads of different lineups but like I feel like when we made our third album Monument we finally like realised the sound we were trying to go go for the whole time and then we disbanded oh, okay. um, but we were together for like 10 years and we toured like not like properly toured but we played a lot of gigs up and down the UK supported some big acts like Farrah Munch, Oh, dope. Charlie Tuna and Nice. jrew the damager and stuff like that so we had a good run man and we were like i feel like we were pretty respected in the domestic hip-hop scene it so. sounds really
1: polished and dope. yeah
4: again we were really lucky to work with a really good engineer called peter miles who has um a studio down in the countryside in, in devon in the uk and he's worked with some bands that got pretty big like the king blues and um the skints and stuff like that so up. That you cool. singing on this too no that's not me <laughs> that's my friend sean um his mc name is archetype but he's like super super talented um, how many people are in the band so it was three mcs um, one
1: dj, um, one DJ. Oh yeah
4: three mcs yeah, wait, we never had late. a dj oh man um late djs what's so, up you're gonna be in
1: granville once they come yeah.
4: back <laughs> three mcs a drummer bassist guitarist this was the final lineup three mcs drummer bassist guitarist trombone player and um someone triggering samples although he left before the third album and then our drummer used to trigger the samples uh through this like roland i can't remember the model number but we had this cool like uh, thing to trigger samples um so yeah it was pretty like that's a that's a
3: yeah, that is
1: a whole assortment of people yeah, coming yeah, together. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. A lot of equipment and um, sure. stuff. So it was cool. Is that logistically challenging, trying to do it hip-hop with It is logistically that challenging, especially, like, we would play a lot of hip-hop lineups where we would be the only band. Sure. So change over time and stuff can be challenging because we've got so much to set up. Or if we're playing, like, a club night and we've got to go through the crowd, like, carrying a bass drum yeah. and stuff like that, it doesn't always go too well. But, um... Yeah, We had a good run and um, it was uh, yeah, it was really fun. Like, it's essentially Why did you the whole of my You
1: guys were just like, ah, it's it's time it to was just, yeah,
4: a logical conclusion. And you know, people started to have kids, and I was moving away, and mm. you know, just life, lifestyle. Yeah. It's so, hard
1: to Skype in those uh, vocals, yeah, right? yeah, for the but who knows.
4: We might, we might have a reunion yeah, show the one future's day, future's bright, man, yeah, that'd be cool, but yeah, so um, also. Uh, Jude who used to play the trombone in the band she's an amazing pianist and that's what you can hear now so, yeah.
1: yeah this is quite rocky
4: yeah if you check out our album Forward it's like really different and it was really cool because we had like three projects and um, they're all really different uh, growing up I, was, I really liked Rage Against the Machine and they had three projects. They also had a covers album, but three, like, main projects. And I was just pretty happy to, like, complete a trilogy like them. Nice. Always kind of being obsessed with trilogies. so. Okay. Yeah. I kind of want to do that with my solo work as well. Like, I want to create three Monsieur Freaks albums and then perhaps, like, change my na- name or something mm. after that. So, yeah.
1: What's your favorite movie trilogy? Uh. <laughs> good question um, I mean the, like, the original I, I Star these, Wars run. Yeah. Like, I, I asked these questions but I'm not prepared to answer them either <laughs> and shit so like yeah the Trilogy's original Star Wars is hard
4: isn't yeah. it like because a lot of the time yeah. the third one is not great like yeah, the usually, Turtles movie the, the third Turtles movie is pretty terrible
1: oh yeah Turtles in Time yeah Turtles in Time was trash but Turtles 2 Secret of the Loose is actually amazing. a surprise yeah. classic and the first one is a really really great
4: joint They're swearing
1: yeah, Raphael definitely does drop a damn.
4: Oh, wow. If they made Gremlins 3, I reckon that could be the best yeah. trilogy of all time. Oceans. <laughs> the Oceans trilogy?
2: Yeah. Very entertaining.
1: I don't know, man. Like, uh, To be honest with you, I like uh, I like the third Terminator movie. Rise of the Machines? Really? Yes, I do. That was the first like action film where they was just an inappropriate amount of action that was the pre-transformer action film
2: that is Mick G, isn't it no
1: three is cameron again isn't it is it no maybe i'm wrong about that completely but they had like 15 minute non-stop action sessions which became like who's the, the other
2: mcg Uh,
1: I don't like that his name is Mick G I just feel like I just don't like A (laughs) a serious director Calling himself Mick G I I wonder if he gets laughed at By like Tarantino (laughs) and shit When they're just like hanging out You know what I mean Mick G you guys didn't like Rise of the Machines? I liked it because it was in continuity. Like, uh, what? Terminator 4 Salvation felt like it was like some type of reboot. Like, it was just like not the same universe, it felt like. Definitely. And a then reboot. Genesis seemed like it was more related, closely related to the television show Definitely than it was to. Reboot. Yeah, and I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? I like seeing Arnold, but what the fuck is this shit? Mm. So, yeah, I like three. And plus it had the wild Christina Loken. Remember the scene where she's in the car and she makes her breast grow to make the cop give her not the ticket? (laughs) Goon Maneuver.
2: Jonathan Moss Never heard of this. Is
1: that the kid from uh, Home Improvement?
2: He's directed films such as Breakdown, U-571.
1: Breakdown is the Kurt Russell film where his his wife gets kidnapped and then the police and everything are in on it?
2: Perhaps. I'm not uh, a huge Moscow fan.
1: <laughs> Dude, you got to check out his subreddit. <laughs> uh, uh, what else did he do? The break the
2: Breakdown? U-571. That's the submarine joint? Surrogates. Oh, that's a good joint. I don't know if either. It's
1: the Bruce Willis joint where people have like fake bodies and they sit on the couch and they, they pile well, up Sims. Right. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I, you know, I like sci fi shit, so where wear to... Uh How about your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger film? Uh, oh, did you have a, a weather report late? I was just transitioning into the wildness. Nah. To the wilderness. What about you, Dallinger? I saw you looking at music earlier.
3: I was looking for something, but I don't have anything that's we'd right. relevant. Okay,
1: today. We don't gotta force it It's all good <laughs> What Yo, about some actually, new Dallinger bees Damn it I like it. Aliens it Later Aliens Aliens 1 and 2 Are both uh, Undeniable a horror, classic uh, A horror film classic And, and an a, sci-fi. Movie. a sci-fi Sci-fi film classic That's very true Both of those could be top 5 In either of those genres In my opinion But yeah You That's know true. They kinda went off the rails With that other shit this song is really like making me feel like, oh, man, I remember when the dummies died. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, but this is the feeling I get from this song all the time. It's one of my favorite Alchemist beats. And it really is like one of my beat, favorite man. songs yeah. uh, of all time. But but definitely when I'm listening to it, I'm like, damn, I wish
4: I had some Jolly Ranchers. Alchemist has got to be like top three producers. He's
1: definitely in my top five personal yeah. list, man. Him and Mad Lib. Yeah.
4: yeah. And
1: then it's got to be like Premiere
4: yeah, he's got to be in there. I really want to add like the, list, I,
1: I really want to add the RZA to that, but I haven't liked RZA since fucking like 2000. No, for a long
2: time. Yeah, I was gonna ask earlier: Is there any artist that the RZA has worked with consistently for an extended period of time besides the Wu? And you can't even say the Wu because they stopped fucking with him way back.
1: I'm thinking silver rings oh yeah <laughs> no i have no idea man i don't think so rizza transitioned his career into like trying to approach hollywood mm-hmm. uh way back in the two, early 2000s and he's really disappointed me in a lot of ways since then what do you guys think about this new Wu film that's coming out directed by method man the rizza and some G that i don't know
4: about I just saw the uh, trailer for it on the way here on my phone. Is that the yeah. one with all the rappers? In it? Yeah.
1: It, well, it's got East, Method Man, it's got Joey it's Badass. It's a movie, not a deck. series. I think it's a series. I think you might be right.
4: Yeah, I think it is a series. I definitely. Yeah, I'd look forward to that. I
1: still haven't seen the new documentary. The documentary is phenomenal. Like the four parts, I find it to be phenomenal. I'm not too excited about this joint. I find the uh, I find the way that the people, the casting choices, just look a little bit jarring, and it's hard for me to connect with Joey Badass's Inspect the Deck. Yeah. I wonder how well they'll be able to affect some of the vocal qualities and like the regular ass presence of these people. Yeah. To really make this movie stand out as something that is like actually a solid woo project. Yeah. Old Dirty Bastard seems like.
2: Who's is it is him? it his son? Is, I, it, I'd is it is
1: it young dirty bastard that's playing him?
2: I, don't I know. thought it was somebody famous.
1: It it, it it looks similar, and but in the trailer, like he's just like sitting, in the scene is like he like burps, and it's like oh, there's old dirty bastard uh, burping. You know what I mean? Like I get what they're trying to do, but I'm not ex. I, I'm actually, it looks a little bit sus. Bit worried. It looks a little bit <laughs> sus, but I definitely recommend checking out the documentary because that shit is tight.
4: Yeah, I really need to that watch was that. It was yeah, great. Same. Yeah, same.
1: I got it. I gotta throw it on. I gotta throw it on the drive because I I uh, stole all of them.
0: That's
4: what yeah. I
2: do. Pirating. Right. You can't
4: oh. get it over here, can you? Without yeah. like B- you B-
2: need B- a VPN. B- B- yeah, I'm gonna invite Steez to the Got Faded episode.
1: Okay. Word up. Um, there was a drop out there. I don't remember what we
2: were talking about. Let's just get back into the shit. Should we get into someone changing while yeah, we're talking yeah. about Wu Tang?
4: Yeah. Yo, uh, who's your favorite member of the Wu? Um. I would say ODB, uh, RZA, or
1: Inspector Deck. What rapper do you think could beat up Prime Arnold Schwarzenegger?
4: Um, wow, that's a tough one. Yeah, I don't even
1: know either. I don't know. Who? Uh, Willie Mel. Willie yeah, D. Exactly. <laughs> Willie D. Could outbox <laughs> him. But it's not like Arnold had like you know what I mean he was just at, he was just strong and shit. So you got to pick somebody with some boxing skills. Fifty Cent. 50 cent box yeah he box. i don't know that's a dumb question yo,
2: anyways he's, yo man 50 cents kind of trash
1: kind of i think that that's just oh, not on a cool instagram and stuff not a cool well, he's person. been like
2: oh you owe me money which is yeah, kind of funny that's a new but i just saw machine. him shitting all over g unit oh, really? you know fair enough but that's kind of you know those were your like, homies for like yeah. so long and i've never heard any of them talk shit about him besides like you know the minor members yeah. But for him to like talk shit about Lloyd Banks not, and Tony Yale, kind Not only wild. that,
1: but then like he's still got this mentality of like, oh, they're gay. Look at how gay they are. And, and then like he publicly disowns his son like hope his son gets hit by a truck like, he said some shit like I could, I wouldn't care if he got hit by a car and it's like really? it's one thing to not have a good relationship with your grown ass son for whatever reason but as a grown man to put that out in public I feel like man like everything you do is just kind of like the nastiest side of somebody that that is either for attention or just because you fucking nasty and I just yeah. don't care for 50 like that man yeah. but then again I never really have
2: because his artistry, you know, however you feel about his decline, you know, in uh, the community, like, awareness-wise. But his artistry was always pretty strong. Like, I could usually fuck with a 50 Cent song, even yeah. if it's new or not. I was,
1: I was very much against 50 and Ja and Nelly and most of those cats back when that stuff was coming out i just didn't really like most of it like there'd be songs i'm like oh heat is an undeniable joint but it's like how are you talking shit about ja rule making these type of tracks and then making these type of tracks didn't it was make just the like, same track it really true. was like a lot of the shit was just really corny to me you know like i just didn't really it was care pretty for wild. It. yeah and it was crazy how like everybody turned on ja rule like the summer before like it, uh, it was a lot of chicks who was fucking with his music But man As soon as Wankster came out And all that other shit It was just like it, You would think that Ja Rule Had got exposed As being like a homosexual For real uh, uh, Amongst a group of homophobes Cause yeah. everybody was just like He was untouchable Even the joints that were dope And it was just like Yeah we don't fuck with Ja Rule and it's like Damn man you guys are so fucking poppy It's
4: ridiculous But Yeah I don't know I Old really like that going off. 50 Cent song um, Out of Control With Mob Deep yeah, that's a, that's a good song. He's got
1: some really good joints. A lot of these G-U artists. In Mop I hate. Deep
2: is pretty dope. Yeah, yo, one of my favorite lines is from Prodigy. It's on the song called "Pearly Gates," and it's one of those lines that's so offensive they censor it on the uncensored version. Oh, so you have to reverse it, which I did. <laughs> and uh shout
1: out to late to really doing work for the culture once we start updating the fucking <laughs> rap genius shit yo people yeah. ain't gonna know so prodigy, clout.
2: prodigy says is if i get to the pearly gates i'ma tell the boss man i'ma see him no if you get to the pearly gates like before i do or some shit tell the boss man i'ma see him when i see him and if i see him <laughs> I'm to beat his son like the movie or something like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yo, yo, he he straight up watched the The Passion of the Christ and that's what he got out of it. Yo, it's yo, a great song. Rap is just such a God special craft in art. prodigy. Form. Shout out to a true legend. Yo, yo, yo by the way. If I see, if, yo, your son, you know, that's kind of worse than what 50 said about his own son. Like, you, know, you know, that guy who supposedly died for all of our sins, uh, beat his ass too. That's a prodigy, man. I was just listening to a prodigy uh, joint today. Don't complain, never complain. Yeah, yeah that's a classic. Anyways. Anyways, though, word up. Tell um,
2: the boss, man, that we got beef and tell his only son I'm going to see him when I see him. And when I see him, I'ma beat him (laughs) like the movie. (laughs) No rhymes in those first four (laughs) bars. Well, you know what the the dope
1: the dope shit about prodigy? He he needed to say there was so often that prodigy wasn't rhyming, man. Like Mm, he wouldn't even rhyme words together. But it was like his delivery, the timing of it, made it seem as though he was like on beat and shit. Oh, can I see something? Hold up. This is the joint. This is the joint. This is one of the best fucking tracks of all time. Who is this that you're playing? Is this... um? Is this... Uh, Bugsyden mm-hmm. Il-Sugi? Yeah, don't but... Um, what about your favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger film? Me?
4: I'm like... I'm, my knowledge of films is not great. But obviously, like... You know, Jingle All The Way. <laughs> Twins. Or... Oh, okay. Kindergarten <laughs> Cop. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man.
1: Yo this is some information that I haven't put out to totally anybody
3: else cool. what was the one Comma- Commando that was oh, the Commando, joint back yeah, in the yeah. day yeah I've, a, never
1: seen, I've never in seen I've never seen Kindergarten Cop really yeah, yeah. you should watch yeah. it man I know that they're like some of the jokes from it like it's not a tumor I
2: haven't seen it, it as an adult yeah.
4: I haven't seen it for a long time yeah, yeah. oh is this yeah this song is dope
1: yeah well you know who kills that shit is Twin Twins yeah, versus, big twins, is crazy. Yeah, yeah, twin is crazy off this. His voice too. This is like some real good storytelling. that it's so good that it's like, oh, that actually happened, didn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. That's That's so he's dope, cute, man. man. Yeah. He even acknowledges how dope his voice ver, yeah. voice is. To so be like, yeah, it's yeah. big twins. Sounds like swallowed some sand yeah. or
4: something. And
1: the way like they that. double up his uh his voice on it just sounds
5: dope.
4: I saw Mob Deep once in uh, in London. It was amazing, man. Really good. Name another member
2: of Infamous Mob that's not Twin.
0: <laughs>
1: what, did, what did you say your old boy's
2: name with Telemachus. <laughs> <Tenemakers>. uh,
1: tele- <laughs> back brace. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Sometimes I feel like we should just release the entire <laughs> conversation as soon as people come in here, because there's a lot of conversations that they don't pick up on that really bring me a lot of joy, like back brace, <laughs> the mysterious uh, tw- 17th member. Of Killer
2: Army Oh <laughs> shit Yo um You said you're fucking With Tully's Coffee Yeah Mary Fuck Kill Oh yeah Seven Eleven, Family Mart Lawsons so You've heard us ask this question
1: I've when, heard you yeah, ask you this, this question before You're a little before. prepared
2: for it So Can
1: uh, I ask like When you heard that Did you think to yourself Like what would I choose
4: I did I was okay. thinking about it So what is it Lawson Seven Eleven. Family Mart. Family Mart. Oh, man. So, Mary Lawson, uh, fuck 7-Eleven and kill Family Mart.
1: Give us a little bit of reasoning why that y- you would make um, such a mistake.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. What were the choices? I didn't hear.
1: Mary Lawson's fuck fa- uh, 7-Eleven, kill Family Mart.
2: Do you agree? Oh, you guys are just gonna well, handshake oh, in front of my fucking well, face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would kill uh, 7-Eleven, but.
4: No, fair enough. As, as long as, as, it's a as, long as question, Lawson's man. in that top spot, ladies fill the Yeah, you know. Lawson is, is number one for me. A big part of that is because the closest combini to me is, uh, is a Lawson. That usually plays a big part in it. I yeah. think so. But Why you don't... know,
2: the natural Lawson's has fried gobo now,
4: which is just...
1: Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, like, um, I'm pretty sure that... All right, I'm just going to come out right now with it, guys. All right, so check it out. I think you should put the music back. Up. I was <laughs> just gonna be one it, statement. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, I can, I can hear, I can Lil hear Lil Nas go, X. I can is. hear the the noise as Dave Chappelle so, says, hella gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hella gay. Nah, man. Um, I think I'm going underground. I think my new favorite. No, uh, man, no, new favorite don't shit, do it,
2: man. Man, I'm gonna call Steve's and. You can't go. Nah, I'm not. It's not going. Daily
1: Yamazaki. I still don't fuck with them leaving the bread all stop? out for people. Yeah, I'm fucking with mini stop now,
4: guys. Mini stop.
3: Dude, you lost your mind. I heard yeah, that they the make fuck? their
4: onigiri like, nah. on-site. Maybe for the,
3: the soft cream. That's the it. soft cream, that's, that's about it. it. Yeah.
1: That's it. No, no. What is it? They, they got a joint called like potpourri or whatever. They sell backwoods in there and shit. Like blood wraps <laughs> and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's the name of the joint by your apartment? Potpourri, right?
2: Papuda.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, see, I can't Popura. read either apparently, <laughs> man. Papuda. Potpourri, potpourri no, but pop. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: That's my new shit. They sell uh,
2: backwoods in there They sell blunts That's crazy Like blunt wraps Like guys It's crazy I have something to admit also <laughs> uh, The mini stop Near my work They have like a You know those Bento shops Where you go in And you can make your own tray And they weigh it up Yeah, yeah
1: Like an origin Yeah Yeah. They've
2: got something like that
4: In the mini stop Oh near wow Near my spot See um, what I'm saying man That's pretty good Look, so you might have to include mini stop in this. Nah,
1: we ain't doing all that. (laughs) 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 Nah, hell no, hell no. It's already too confusing. Now, but but what I'm saying is like, man, as as people, hopefully, you know, you can grow and learn from the mistakes in your past. And I feel kind of like, you know, I'm finally stepping into adulthood.
4: Yeah, fair play.
1: It's about that time, guys. Look, I got family Mars all around me and shit. There's like four within a three or four minute walking distance from my apartment. And I kind of, I'm against this, what they've done to the neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm against what they've done to the neighborhood. There's people walking around eating Nikuman in broad daylight. I mean, come on. Do that in the privacy of your own house. <laughs> Lawson's Disgusting. Forever. Disgusting. I don't know, man. I don't really have any more questions. I've just been having a good time with our guest here, whose name I haven't said many times because I don't want to pronounce Monsieur it wrong. Monsieur Afritz. That's right. I feel <laughs> like there's
2: one we should ask, but Angel I and Devil. Out
1: if you were to have a hypothetical angel and devil on your shoulders it represented the particulars of your uh moral compass what would be your angel and what would be your devil uh, using uh, people within hip-hop culture or popular culture perhaps
4: oh right so who would be the angel who would be the devil kind of yes thing.
1: Oh, and of course, unless you're an evil person, your devil wouldn't be an evil person. You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of that side that's like, yo, I'm going to write on this uh, private property instead of this government property. You know what I mean? Right. Do a little graffiti on your garage. (laughs) Oh, right. Callous disregard for you as a person. Oh, man. Did you have ethics like that, man? I used to not write on, uh, like people's houses or like mom and pop shops i yeah, would definitely yeah, yeah. be fucking right on the side of a, a a bridge or some shit like that that's owned by the
4: municipality but yeah yeah i don't know that's a really tough one i mean i guess it's hard to think of of, of people in particular but that the angel would be like just remaining motivated and the devil would be procrastination because i feel like i'm quite guilty of procrastination so
1: who is Bit. the person that procrastinates in hip hop culture? we still waiting for that J Electronic. <laughs> album. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first Person <laughs> first <thing laughs> yeah. that crossed my mind. Yeah, I was like, yo, who waiting <laughs> on that Despot album? Like, yeah. yeah oh, Despot. man, Despot. Yeah. i love yeah. a Despot album. <laughs> I thought he dropped That album.
4: Maybe. I don't know. Dude, I, it, I,
1: it, I don't even know. I, I saw a video. For, I don't think so. I saw I a video that. from him,
3: probably within the past year, that I didn't realize he even put out. And when I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit, this is like four or five years old." But it was kind of a good video because oh,
2: wow. he put He's... out that verse with a uh, secret circle, right? Uh, Ugly man's crew. Was he?
4: On... I didn't hear that. Was he on Def Jocks? Like right at the end of that Def Jocks era. He
1: was like a homie all the time. Yeah. But he just like never really did anything. Yeah. With yeah.
4: I had a, I had like a, a single. of those. I think they
1: announced an album that was going to come out okay. from him at the end, tail end of yeah. Death Jokes, before Kamu died.
4: They they actually put out um Dizzy, one of Dizzy Rascal's albums mm-hmm. on on Death Jokes, like right at the end. That's right. I, they put out right. a Dell album right on there the too. End, wasn't it, yeah, man? yeah. I think the last albums were like
1: that that Dizzy and that fucking Dell album, Eleventh Hour. Oh yeah, Eleventh Hour yeah. or some
4: shit. Word. It was a uh, fourth. Fourth Pyramid, or something, he was one of the last mm. artists. I, I think it was that too, from yeah. Toronto, or something like that. Mm.
1: What a label! What De- a label. Deaf Jux started really falling off to me towards the end, anyways. I, so.
4: I was mm.
3: digging out by my house at, at the hard off about three weeks ago, and I found a, a Merce 12 inch from Deaf Jux. That I was like, Oh, at the beginning been, of the end, no, uh, it may have been from that record. I remember, oh, that, a 12 inch, it's okay. a 12 inch single, but. Uh,
4: is it produced by LP? Yeah,
3: there's there's the two dance. tracks on, but one of them yeah, it is that I wicked. think it is. Yo, that LP verse is,
1: yeah. on the dance is so dope. Yeah, he double time kills that shit. That album is really cool. It is a good album. It's Merce's best album. I it's it for, I it album, it for I
3: think. Yeah. Nice. Oh really? Condition, yeah. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah, Have you
1: heard I, that I've joint tried. late? The the that's a good Merce album to pick up. I mean it's it's different than like the ninth wonder work he yeah, did, yeah, but I like I like earlier Merce more than later Merce.
4: Yeah there's another Ninth Wonder Merce project coming out. They had
1: oh it's a new one coming I out? Think.
4: Yeah, <sighs> maybe the final one. I or don't something. really
1: want to hear Merce Rap anymore, <laughs> but uh, but ninth is always nice. Yeah. Okay. There's a new little brother coming out without Ninth Wonder 2, which is kind of a sad thing to think mm. about.
3: Merce's MC persona is so much different than like his webcast persona. Yeah. I'm like the same dude. <laughs> he's, he's uh, you know he's he's you've he's he's met angry. Merce before right angry. you've met Merce a well, couple of times yeah he used to be around a lot like fucking 20 years ago yeah
1: that's at, what i'm saying Berkeley, I yeah him, well before he would ever have any type of notoriety uh, at yeah. all really like he used to be around and he was like really always kind of cool and shit but he very much is that kind of from that no can do cloth of like black skate kid that's kind of like black as hell but also weird with west coast sensibilities mm. that you just didn't see a lot of places like yeah, that was Is cool he cow, still
4: man. he signed with tech 9 for a while didn't mm. he
1: He's actually, Merce has probably been signed with every okay. fucking independent label. Yeah. He even had a project come out with Galapagos 4 okay. and fucking Rhyme Sayers yeah, and yeah. Definitive Jokes and Tech Nine in them. Yeah. And who else? Like fucking, he'd be fucking with like the Justice League and all those cats yeah. too, right? I don't even know, man. But he's kind of, he's an interesting character and I wouldn't mind reading like an, a biography about him. Be Maybe cool. not so much an autobiography, he, but like somebody yeah. really getting into Did, it. Doesn't
4: he run, um, Pay Jews Festival or something like that.
1: I don't know if he does it anymore. Oh, okay. But, I think know, he had some. Yeah. More yeah. I, I got that what is this late? Fred Fates. Ah, that's right. I knew I recognized this. All right. Um. Late. Did you have another? T-
2: t- 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 unchanging. No, nah, I don't think. You, t- 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 you know what else I got in that same necessary.
3: trip? 12 inch. Swollen members with Dell and Sun Doobie.
4: Oh wow.
2: Yeah. I was
3: Bottle like. Rocket. I, I found that out in Saitama. That's off. I can't remember the tracks right now Bottle
4: Rocket uh, is the joint
1: with uh, Everlast Everlast.
4: Funk Dubious played in London About two years ago At like a tiny tiny venue They're great man (coughs) I wish I couldn't go But apparently it was amazing They've got one of the
1: best flips of that. I didn't, uh, I didn't
3: realize they're still so rocking. Yeah, cool. it's I, crazy. I, I was back in the 90s, like, kind of during that whole Soul Assassins time. I was like, wow, Funk Dubious, is yeah. that's the one for me. Yeah, Isn't so it? good. I, <laughs> was,
1: I was not much into them. Like, I've only heard tracks like single cuts, but I never had their albums and shit like that. And Dallinger actually re-hipped me to them about four or five years ago. And I went back and I really started listening to them more. And they got some joints, man,
4: for Definitely. sure. Definitely is it rock on yeah like that's, a really yeah, that's oh, from the yeah. second record but that's a good one that's yeah a good that's one. really good one.
3: the first one the first record that's for just for me at least that's a classic just in, in a time and space that I was in back yeah. then. I nice to bump the
4: shit out of that record yeah I need to revisit those
1: yo um i don't know i don't have any more questions and shit man um i want to thank you for coming through and rocking with us thank you are you. now an official member of the mega late show and we will try to um, uh, implore you to come and co-host with us when we have uh guests who are on a similar wavelength
4: as you That'd um what
1: about your homie that um that i met you with or that i met uh with you at machita joint the other white so, cat that yeah, was like
4: he's called johnny dub and um PMC's he mcs and shit too? he's a dj okay um, and he's from a crew he's from manchester and he's from a really good crew uh, called Levels. Okay. Um, they're like a, like a, a, a massive collective of producers and MCs. Word. Across I was I was going to ask you stars. to bring
1: bring him up here with you. Yeah. But We'll we'll, we'll talk about him next, him time, man. next time. Yeah. Come through and kick and shit. But, but yeah. what is up, late? You want to go ahead and hit the people off with some of the upcoming events that are going down here? I thought you might be interested in this one that's coming out in September.
5: Wow.
4: Where?
1: It's going to be here in Tokyo. I don't know, but I know late is a fan w- of uh, w- Doja w- Cat. I guess it's
3: July. I, I, That's a good venue. When I hear September, I'm like, God damn, it's a long way. But yeah. it is July, man.
1: Yo, so. next month we got two weeks off, D. Hey. Yeah, for sure. Yo, I might do that. Go to this Doja Cat. Hell yeah. I hope she dresses up as the cow because I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no. She probably will. She's got so big now off
4: that tune, hasn't she? I haven't, really talented, I haven't really, really listened much. to she's her, super but yeah.
1: I haven't listened to her much, but Late
4: speaks highly of her, and she I makes, trust his opinion. She makes some good beats, and yeah. she's just super creative. She makes her own music? Uh, I, I thought, thought she, made she made does w- a little bit. I thought, I thought I she thought made she does a little bit. bit.
1: I thought that whole um, I'm a Cow drink was, um, was, um, was all her. It's possible. And even the video production. I thought she did
3: all that shit. I don't know for certain, but I thought that she had a lot of... I caught that in somewhere myself, yeah.
2: Oh, Um, Yo, today is Friday the 12th. Potentially. Um, if, if you're you, into
1: time, like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> not much going on today, but tomorrow, Lip Storm is going to be at 2020 on the <sighs> seventh floor. Sorry. For uh, no, the, no. That's the name of the event. Uh, seventh floor. That's at our lounge. And also. I'm sorry
1: for breathing all into the mic like crazy, but who is lipstorm? Storm? Or what is it? That's the name of the event?
2: She's that Japanese Rapper Woman rapper That I don't want to elaborate on What
1: do you guys think about that
2: name? (laughs) Lip Storm? It's a a shame Because she's probably the best Out of those three rappers Mm. That Steve showed us Mm. But she also has a big strike against her
1: Oh, oh, I see I see I know exactly what you're getting at
2: Uh, Also, that day I'll be doing Hot At uh, Azabujuban That's tomorrow. So come out and fucks with me and my guy Akira. And we're going to have the guys from the Gozare event, uh, collectively known as Yeah Yeah Balls. So come check us out.
1: Yo, these names that we're getting hit with today is just Lip Storm. Yeah, yeah, balls. What else yeah. do we
2: have? <laughs> well, me and Akira are known as smooth as eggs. So. <laughs> uh, the next day, Sunday the 14th, got XWx. That's at WWWX. That's uh, XXX, Campanella, Dos Monos, and Free Babylonia. Um Actually, I don't know. Campanella's a hip hop pack. I think these some of these might be bands, but it's all gravy. And also that same day, J Studio presents Black Market, Black with a nine, Market with a two. That's a Boopon and Yellow Bucks double release party. That's going to have Kojo, Bupon, Yellow Bucks, Sinincho. That's it? Yeah, yeah. Senencho and Mukuro. That sounds fun. That does sound fun. Yeah, I haven't seen Kojo. Yo, Lay, we yet.
1: haven't been out to go check out a show together in a long time. We've got to figure some shit out, even if it's just wrestling and shit. I don't
2: go to shows, man. Yeah, I haven't been out in a minute. You
1: were at that injury reserve, though.
2: I did. I did. I almost didn't. I got a... I got a. Uh, Coerce. Uh, yeah, yeah. Bamboozle. Run amok.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, oh, shit, I fucked my calendar up. Yo. What happened to all my shit? What are we on?
1: 16
2: or 17th Super Uh, blue? Not. On the 16th, we got Roshi Toki Doki Bar. That happens. Well, that's a regular event. Um, yeah, there's, oh, Super Plume is happening on the 17th. That is uh, Donuts Disco Deluxe, but this one is also going to feature Quiet Storm, uh, DJ Toki, DJ Yas, and actually, I don't think Donuts Disco Deluxe is affiliated with this one. It looks like it's Quiet Storm's crew, mostly. Word.
1: Yep. Yo, tentatively, we have some really interesting guests coming up over the next few weeks. So keep on paying attention. Next or next week, we are going to have two graph writers in here whose identities will be kept secret for reasons mm-hmm, clear mm-hmm. to you.
2: Are we going to say their graph names?
1: Yeah, we're. Li- I think we're only going to use graph names for them, and also So and Kaigen of uh, Meditative Records and Fake for Japan, as well as the fucking Ramen Beast.
3: Oh, you finally. We yeah
1: we did we we finally reached the people to that the made the Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Well, he was uh, was, uh, a homie of a homie uh, that I met like a few years back before I found out that he was eating 500 bowls of ramen a year. (laughs) And now we're going to have him on on the third, uh, which we'll release.
3: A a definite question that's been crossing my mind as I watch my Instagram feed, I'm really curious what his blood work is like. Yeah. Because he eats ramen. Yeah. He must be at least twice a day. We're going to find twice out. We're actually going to have wow. a
1: cardiologist in here mm-hmm. for that episode on Third Mike, and we're going to check out oh his man. sodium levels and everything. It's yeah, uh, we're lying about that, sodium. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're lying about that, though. It's Doc Brown. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is Doc Brown.
4: It's uh, back brace of the killer <laughs> army. <laughs> that we, app is so thorough. Yeah. It's crazy.
2: We also may have another secret guest that we can't talk about yet because right. we haven't confirmed that. But that would be crazy.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting uh, couple of weeks with the Megalate show. Thanks everybody for listening to us.
2: Yeah, episode eighty. Yo, Monsieur Fritz. Monsieur Monsieur. Thank you very much. Did I roll that R enough or should that I try good, That was good, man. That was good. I fucking hate French. Thanks for me Let's end it with hating all the <laughs> French. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, yeah, me
1: too. Don't come over here with that fucked up food. Now we're just going to hate on them for real like we were doing before <laughs> the show. It's like, yeah, what happened with that? It they all, comes, all back around. All just back like around. Force feeding animals to eat their livers and shit. Yeah, Shame Michael on you. Show.
2: Pay it forward. Yeah. No, actually, I'm about
1: to go eat some animals right now.
2: Hands Across Asia.
5: to <laughs> Get the fuck out. Power. Oh, we got to get the theme
1: song. Oh, shit, I'm tripping. <laughs> you trying to make me edit more and shit? Like, oh, I got
5: to pull it in. Now, that's easy Check, check. Two, zero, one, four. And I'm still about hard broth and take out as lukewarm. Shoe haunted division like do one lethargy. I am driven like zero five. Tube snoozing, I tessellate four streams. Once weekly, I self-medicate. I am Joe Blogs with the aim now to report. Shit's bland like the egg and crest, sanger and the volvic. Work's cool but the colleagues stay moaning Now it's cold but the summer stay golden Alba redarms me a day rolls in Well suited to the 6-5 living I do a bit more but it ain't like you did it. Keys, wallet, phone and I'm always to equip The bunks hoisting me in, no noise from the kid I'm like, I'ma feed the funk but stay mundane Thoughts weighty, the style ain't untamed and it's one for the money, eight for the fuck you, bruv. It ain't funny. Three, seven, four, cause I bloody well said it. Nine, ten, eleven, eight, nine, five, seven. Edit. No, I'm staying on this in your becket. Rally round south, and I'm down for a benefit. I'm a born cynic forced out to the plan snap. Still delivering a thought to the hand clap. Rappers, chat, more breeze, than astrologist. I'll be choppy with the seas like obelix. No one ever feign out, but I chug along. Cool story, the glow. With the parker song End off when I chat along rap sings folks say that the miracle was happening Staying current like a synonym for reasons Steeped in the knowledge in car on my brain is a cast and brim full with impeccable factories The pepper and the patchway, lemon and hay blend found abby the nutrient songsmith It's one of three themes that I usually roll with The humor, the kid cause I'm polite with it Known for the strength of my worth like spinach in it till i say it again can't we get crunk carbonated liquor affect us and it's one for the money, eight for the fuck you, bruv. It ain't funny. Three, seven, four, cause I bloody well said it. Nine, ten, eleven, eight, nine, five, seven. Edit. No, I'm staying honest in your packet. Rally round south, and I'm down for a betha. I'm a born cynic forced out to the plan snap. Still delivering a thought till the hand clap. Dim sum is on the rider if I ever blow. Charles basket, lounging in the 89 day hey you. Listening to Mozart, barking the boost it. I'm like, you see sacking off the mold given flow driven old spitter with the broke liver got the alphabet spaghetti when i go dinner the bold fingered known timid livid long singer the long growing so i'm hoping that my money grow sublime hobbyist try to find knowledge quick know that peace nil the progress i'm chilling though it is no easy task i get with it yo i don't doubt that you're doing it too though i move like terrapin to rabbit a new hole etc and so forth so on and some such enough now to the Love for your dumb sound. Oh shit.